We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Araiza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Now recording. Wee! Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Isaac Sight. (laughs) Go ahead, Ryan. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't. (laughs) Soy feliz. All right, fine. Hey everyone, welcome to another Ragnarok Rock actual play. <laughs> I'm Ryan, and tonight we're going to be playing Under Hollow Hills. This is the Jersbleen Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. I think this is episode and eight. What's the, uh, I forget, what do you call it when it's just letters? What, do you, what What's the, um, the abbreviation for Under Hollow Hills? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I really wish that we had that peacock from your wedding here just to interrupt drawing at times now. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good peacock. peacock. It was a good peacock. Um, So I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be emceeing tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That was worse than I'm Meyer. (laughs) That's the the peacock from Ed's wedding. It's going to be interrupting. Only me, though. Everybody else gets great. to speak. Yeah. Um, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves and your characters. Uh, going in reverse alphabetical order by middle name. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, hmm. So I'm uh, Richard. That's an R. Anyone th- that's you. That below that? I think you're first then. Yeah. It should Eric, be you, Al- you, Alex, Ed, me. Yep. Okay. Do remember what my middle name is? It's G. it's G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, G. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm James. Yep, yeah, I guess that's me first. Uh, I'm James, and I'll be playing Prince Paul of the fairest of the kingdoms. Uh, in the Earth Realm, uh, he is the interloper. He sells the novelties, trinkets, tickets, and refreshments uh, in the group. Um, you know, and he does the scouting for you know to see what the people want to see, to really get them excited and hyped. And then I tell Uncle Jersbleem, and then he you know does does his things, um, <clears throat> you know, like running the circus, you know, as he does. Um, so uh, Reginald Splat Esquire. Knows what I am, but keeps confidence uh, for his own reasons. And uh, I can never confront him or pass myself off to him as royalty incognitus. And uh, Uncle Jerusalem is my honest friend. Though they don't know what I am, I can never put them off, and I can never touch them with iron. They must choose to die. <laughs> um, I think that's right. if you ever touch me with iron. I yeah, if I die. ever touch with you, if I ever touch with you, you just have to choose to die. Um... And I, I, I don't think we'll ever get to that point, and I, because I, I trust you. Um, 
and you're my honest friend because you're honest. Uncle George Bleem is nothing but honest. And right. um, uh, as of right now, I have a very cloudy disposition. Uh, my my eyes are very narrow. Uh, I have a gray and pale composure. Uh, I look very unapproachable, and I took my gloves and turned them into a mask. Uh, and right now, he's very focused on getting out of hell alive with his soul intact. All right. You guys went full winter last game, didn't you? Yep. No, because I can't go winter. So, joke's on you. Yep, went I didn't go winter. Oh, yeah, no, I did do that. No, I went full careful. <laughs> uh, well, well, I saw what Lucifer's going to do to me, and I just saw the throne that he's going to put me in. So, yeah, I went full careful. That's how no, I laugh eternal. when I'm being careful, too. Eric's <laughs> head turned into a turnip. Uh-huh. Spoilers. All right, I'm next. I am Alex, and I am playing Reginald Splat Esquire. Uh, he is a portly man with a goatee and a mustache that is waxed and curled ostentatiously. Uh, he normally wears bright clothes, but he has moved to wary, so he has a cloudy demeanor right now. He has a shadowy purple hat. He has a black coat, a black, black cloak pulled tight around him. Uh, he rode into hell on his wagon made of several little rooms, each of which is filled with things curious and bright, and it's pulled by a mated pair of peacocks of extraordinary size named Punch and Judy. He also has uh, on his wrist a bracelet of ornately carved gold studded with jewels, which is a gift from Layla, the fairy queen, Lady Minerva. Uh, and he wears around his waist a belt of iron coins, uh, which is clear for all to see. No fairy can bear its touch, and I wear it by their trust. Uh, my bindings are that uh, Uncle Jersbleem used to visit me as a child. I've known them my whole life. I can never put them off. And Prince Paul came to me for help, and it turned out to be costly for me. Whenever I see them, I must size them up. And we established, <laughs> established last game that Uncle Jersbleem first came to visit me to steal my teeth out from under my pillow when I was a child. Yes. <laughs> to sell uh, them to Piz Dibble. Yes. And our relationship just blossomed from there. And that's it. I'm done. I forgot about that. <laughs> Did you... Yeah, I, I, I know it, Like what you said last time is that you stopped him and confronted him that he wasn't really the Tooth Fairy. But did you... Did you trap him, like, in uh, Little Monsters, uh, the hell you caught Maurice, just, like, kind of trapped him in the room? No, I think more like I just woke up when his hand was under my pillow, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, ah, I'm the Tooth Fairy. And I'm like, mm, no, you're not. And that's, it was, it was a great story. That's it. All right. Eric, go. No. I know. Ed's next. Nope. Ed goes. <laughs> Mr. G. Mr. G. Uh, I am Ed. I will be playing Uncle Jersbleem. He is the proprietor and ringmaster of the Bro Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Uh, currently, he has a shapeless felt hat uh, with silk shapes and patterns. He's got a pointed face with pointed ears... Uh, he's got a frog-like appearance, uh, but he's pumpkin brown in color, and he's unapproachable. 
Uh, Uncle Jerzbleem has a big rumbling wagon pulled by a pair of surly bull pigs, a polished, knotted skull club, and a wicked little hook-shaped knife. He wears a rawhide coat stained with old adventures, shedding wiry hairs. And he has a pet snake that's yellow and black. It's, um... He's... He, uh... Dahl finds himself complete, constant, consistently on my bad side, all undeserving. Every session I must find a reason to confront them. If I can, who? If I can. Uh, I've taken unaccountable lightning to Prince Paul. Every session I must draw him out, if at all possible. And that is Uncle Jersbleem. Now I'll go. Hello. I'm Eric. I'm... Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I've got some podcast recording to do tonight, so I'm going to be kind of busy. Oh, tonight. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You go do your thing. All right. I, I, I'm sorry to be rude to you about it. I, I apologize. No, no. It's. I totally. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. I'll. I'll talk to you after. Okay. All get right. on with it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing Doll. She is the stick figure. Um, she is currently full winter. Well, like, stink figure. That's not kind. <laughs> so, she currently has hinges on her joints, a turnip head, uh, muslin brown, uh, I guess, f- um, material for her skin. Uh, she's wearing an old costume, and she is sexless. Um, she is a, 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 a stick figure. She is a, you know, a doll, a construct, much as her name would imply. Um, she has a broom that, her, that whose name is Bertram. Uh, she's got a, a beautiful voice. Um, she usually acts as kind of the clown slash, like, I guess, intro- person, like, introducing the shows sometimes. Uh, her bindings, both of them are Uncle Jersbleem. Uncle Jersbleem knows where I came from or who made me but won't tell me. If I blurt out to them what I think is going on, express myself to them in capering antics, or choose an option that affects them when I get to work, they can freely ignore me no matter what I roll or choose. And I've taken Uncle Jerusalem to be my especial role model, following them around and trying to match their style in the plum. I can never confront them or waylay them. She knows that Uncle Jerusalem thinks she's fantastic. And she thinks it right back to him. All right. So when we when we last left the circus, uh, you guys were in quite the predicament. Uh, What do we remember from last week? So um, we crossed over into hell. um, And. As we were taking the arduous journey to hell, we saw some not-so-nice things. Um, I remember Dahl saw Uncle Jer's Bleem, like, berating her or something like that. While her um, her friend the Dryad was burning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Prince Paul saw himself being, like, tortured on a... a a hell throne. I forget where Reginald saw. Uh, he was all alone and cast out. 
Right. You um, were you were wandering the streets as a pauper, and everybody was turning away from you and closing their yeah. doors against you. And yeah, I forget what Uncle Jer- Uncle Jer's boom saw something too, but it wasn't as bad because we all failed. Because that was the theme of our rolling last time. I, I didn't mm-hmm. fail. I I got a weak hit. Oh, okay. Well, most of us failed, which is the theme of so our I, rolling last. Well, time. fuck you then. Yeah, I think uh, um, I think Uncle Jersbleen just had to deal with the uh, the general awfulness of hell, and not something specifically mm-hmm. targeted toward him. Right. Um, so we got to hell. We we met we we uh, saw Scipio Halloran. <laughs> yeah. The greatest we Roman we... general. <laughs> uh. And uh, Hannibal, they were, like, being paraded out in front of all of the troops, replaying their battle. Hannibal Burris? Uh, No. Oh. Um, Over and over again. Uh, And then we met Baal and Lucifer, and Neil, his servant, and, uh, you know... Lucifer told us that he was uh, looking forward to the circus because he wanted us to rally the troops for the war in heaven. Which, um, which you know, yeah, it's great. Yeah, put you guys in uh, kind of a kind of an odd spot because if you give them the show that the devil wants, then uh, they're going to storm the pearly gates and bring about Armageddon. Uh, and if you don't, then you still have to escape from hell uh, because you may have made an enemy out of the devil. Right. Uh, oh, we, we found uh, Timble the Plum, and he was none too pleased with me. Uh, uh, why? And he swore, he swore revenge on the circus until Sir Reginald plied him with a present. Um... Yes, Reginald gave him a pair of, uh, of fated fate dice. dice. Right. Yes, fate fated dice. They uh, they will roll however you deserve. Plus minus nothing. Oh, yeah, good. I was going to play fate later. He promised to give Timble the plum these dice in exchange for Timble's promise not to interfere with the, the performance. Yeah, right. and, and Timble told, agreed, so I gave him the dice. Yeah, told him that if he challenged Uncle Jersbleem to a, a, a dice roll for the circus, then the fated dice would um, roll just how he deserves, and of course, Timble took that to mean that uh, he would he would have his circus restored to him. And then the ice cream man drove by. Right. No. <laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm. I remember that part. You guys can hear that, right? So that yeah. joke made sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the ice cream man in hell is out of everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> can I get the Sonic Pop? Nope, I'm all out. Don't have any of those. Chip what Witch? about the Flintstones Push Pop? Sorry, kid. They have ice this- cream bars? They have the SpongeBob with the with the gumball eyeballs, but they don't have any eyeballs. Oh 
chocolate. Um, yeah, so we um, we took care of Timbal the plum. Uh, so he's not going to bother us. Right, and you were you were you had met to decide what to do about the performance. Um, the the ideas on the table were that you uh, foment a rebellion among Satan's generals and uh, escape in the ensuing chaos. Um, maybe maybe they will uh, actually succeed and and uh, topple Lucifer from his from his throne. Uh, maybe they won't, but either way, you guys will be able to get out of there. Um, we did some reconnaissance and found out that hell is the the power structure in hell is very delicate. Right, all of the yeah, noble t- demons. Turns out hell's not a great place. Yeah, who would have thought? Not me. I was going on vacation there. Not now. <laughs> Uncle Jay, they asked me if I wanted to buy a timeshare. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, invi- uh, not- <laughs> they invited me to a meeting. It's nine days long. <laughs> <laughs> but I get a free coupon for a yogurt when we're done. I can't wait. <laughs> Doll tried to call Lucifer Lucy and got yes. burned. Didn't go well. Did not work out. <laughs> he takes your hands off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So about this time, uh, you you guys are. I'm going to close the window. I'll be right back. Sure. Oh, you guys are are still in the midst of this discussion, trying to trying to figure out what exactly to do. Um. When when you hear the sounds from outside. Of um, there's there's definitely some screaming in there, and uh, it, it definitely sounds like so, some some kind of um, maybe maybe like a, a a turning sprocket or a gear that's just going click click click, um, and the the sounds of a, a group of, of devils and demons uh, just just whooping it up and, and laughing um, and and every once in a while there's like a there's like a thwack and and sometimes the screams get louder and sometimes they stop and sometimes the the demons cheer um, you you guys are in the middle of a uh, demonic party of some sort and it is horrible I know it's only been moments since the last thing I said but doesn't it feel like it's been a week <laughs> you don't know I was just thinking the same thing Jersbleen it's perhaps time moves differently here yeah I was about to say the same thing well the sooner we leave here the better what were we saying yeah, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I very much would like to get out of hell. It ain't a really nice place. I'm very surprised. It had very good reviews from what I've heard before. Well, uh, I think we were in our in Ryan, weren't we in our in my cabin having this conversation? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're just having it in front of Lucifer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no offense, the, you, you, you keep can, it well. You can hear all this stuff going on outside because um, – so just to remind you guys of the setup, 
Lucifer and the um, patrician class of demons are all having uh, kind of a you know backstabbing political soiree in in Satan's palace, and outside in the square, um, the the common demons there are like carnival games and um, you know. Um, Barrels of 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 wine and and probably blood, um, and and uh, torture pits and all kinds of things set up to to entertain the troops. So things are getting things are getting quite rowdy outside. Well, I know you have your reservations, Reginald, but my nose does not usually lie, and I. <sighs> Sniff the wind, so to speak. <laughs> Your nose is the thing that got us into this situation to begin with. No, that was not my nose. That was my uh, empty pockets. Well, uh, perhaps you're right, Jersbleem. Uh, yeah, your nose has not led us astray before, at least to my knowledge. I can tell you for certain, he's never had his nose in his pocket. Once my nose was in his pocket, big, big situation, don't want to go into it, but never his. Oh, doll, you're precious. Thank you. Well, Uncle George, you're, you're my honest friend and I trust you implicitly. Um, even though you, we followed you straight into hell, we're going to trust you to lead us out of it. So what if we do this? We do a little more research. We find the heir apparent, and we swing things in their favor. Well, do we really want to unseat the devil, or do we just want to cause chaos so we could escape? I think our best bet is to unseat him, because if we cause chaos and then leave, we'll still have him as an enemy. If we could unseat him, we could ensure that whoever was in power would not be our enemy, at the very least. Our friend, at the very best. Yes, but uh, what are they going to do with Lucifer? I feel like he would still be our enemy. Yeah, ain't he powerful anyway? He would still be our enemy, but uh, he would hopefully be in less of a position to make things hellish for us. (laughs) Sorry. Well, (laughs) puns aside, I suppose it's as good a plan as any. There's no good plans here. Let me put that much. Let me put that out there. Oh, you know, I did not say it was a good plan. I just said it was as good as any of the others, which is to say, not good. It's the least terrible, I think. So who we gotta talk to? Well, there's Duke Bale, and then there's the other one. I was hoping you'd have a bit more information about your plan, Jasprim, I must say. (laughs) Other than Duke Bale and the other one. (laughs) We haven't met the other one yet. That's why I said we gotta do more reconnaissance. Find out which of them would be better suited for our purposes. Well, I think what I mean is how do we find the other one if we don't even know their name? 
We know where they are. They're up on the dais with Lucifer. Is it just three of them up there, Ryan? Um, it is actually uh, four. The um, well, and and they're not necessarily together. Um, so Lucifer is looking down on the entire uh, gathering of the demon nobles from from his throne. Um, he he stays aloof for the most part, as do his three generals. Um, let's see, pick three demon names. One of them is Baal. Um, the others are uh, Mephistopheles and Azazel. And Repulsive. I'll go with Azazel because he's a character in The Binding of Isaac. Alright, so we got Baal, Mephistopheles, and Azazel. All right, Wasn't Azazel yellow eyes in Supernatural? Uh, maybe? Yes. I don't remember. Yeah, he was uh, yellow eyes. Fallen. I mean, there's also Astaroth, Maggot, Asmodee, Beezlebub, Orions, Pyman. There's, there's lots of princes Lilith. and demons of hell. Yeah. Lilith. I mean, like, I, I can't I can't exactly uh, list off all 70, 72 demons in the Ars Goetia, but well, I wrote down I mean, a couple you could. of demon names. If you were, if you right, were trying fine. to immerse us. Let, let, me, let me load up the Wikipedia page for the Ars Goetia. <laughs> I mean, All we right. could use the Ark of the Covenant to kill Lucifer. I mean, that should be down here. Should it? I mean, other than the Word of God, I don't think we can use much else to, to defeat Lucifer. I don't think our plan is to... Ki- no, but we're not going to defeat Lucifer. We're going to get the demons to do it. Our plan is to just... Write a show that inspires rebellion. Oh, and that's We're, all up, all demons' forte. That's all they want to do. Yeah. So we, what what Jersbleem is saying is that we have to figure out between Baal, Mephistopheles, and Azazel, which of them in charge is best for us. Like, which of them has the most lenient "mortals can leave hell" policy? That's the one we want to put in charge. And then they fight amongst themselves. So we just go up to each one of them and ask, what's your mortals leave hell policy? (laughs) (laughs) I'm against it. All right, never mind then. Forget I asked. It has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) Well, there's three generals and there's four of us. Oh, I don't particularly want you talking to anybody. <laughs> oh, why not? I don't understand. My all my conversations go so swimmingly. Uh, I guess I have to confront her, don't I? <laughs> uh, yeah, that that would be if you want to play it that way. I kind of have to. I'd, I have to confront her at, at any least, when if at all possible. At least once per <laughs> session. Mm-hmm. So go for it. Uh, Alright. What's my rating? And confront them one.
Interstitial music. Eleven. Because, doll, you are one of the most obnoxious entities I have ever come across. And everything that you do grates on... grates on me. And is sure to grate on the the Dukes of Hell. Alright, I guess that's a couple of good points, but... Eh... So on a 10 plus hit, they have to choose whether to back down and give you away or defy you and force your hand. I think she's actually going to back down and give you, give Uncle Jay his way. Because she's probably a little disheartened to hear those words out of him. Uh, I gotta... Uh, I'm sure you're just trying to say that to, uh help the plan along, so yeah, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll just help someone, I guess. Alright. Alright, so it sounds like um, the the three of you, um, Jers Bleem, Reginald, and Prince Paul are headed back into the the party, the formal party. Uh, Dull. I, I guess we'll we'll get back to you. We'll figure out what you're doing um, while the rest of them schmooze with the demon nobility. <laughs> Eric, I just had an idea. What? You should go talk to Neil and get information on all three of them. Mm. Well, and, sh- and show me up. Because <laughs> Neil probably has information on all of them. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so the uh, the three of you return to Satan's palace. As I said before, it's it's a combination of um, you know fabulously over the top ornate. Uh, there's there's uh, mosaics. The the artwork is exquisite. Um, a lot of things are golden or gilded, and then occasionally there's just like a completely ruined wall. Uh, uh, a pile of, of smoking rubble. Um, the uh, the demons are are clustered together. Um, as I as I mentioned, uh, they all of their interactions seem to be very very formal. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the lords and ladies and uh, dukes and duchesses are. Um, they have a, a coterie of, of smaller demons who who whisper uh, things to them, um, you know, in between in between interactions, uh, while they while they talk to their peers, um, and you can tell that all of their conversations are are just laced with barbs and poison. Um, Literally, they all, some of them, yes. Okay. I mean, it's hell. It was, it just yeah. have to ask. Yeah. Um, so we'll say that... Um, at this point, 
Bale is um, hanging around the periphery of the party, keeping an eye on um, the the goings on. Um, Mephistopheles is hearing petitions from uh, both demon nobility and even even some commoners who are. Um, you know, have come to ask him for favors. Um, and, uh, Azazel seems to be, uh, berating one of the, one of the demon servants for some kind of incompetence, whether real or imagined. So who wants to approach who? Sounds like, uh, Jairus Bleem would get along with Azazel. Any preference, boys? Oh, I, I think I like the cut of Mephistopheles' jib. By all means, I'll go talk to Azazel. I guess that leaves the last one to me. Which one is that again? Bail. Yeah, I need to... Bail? Bail? Um, so who wants to go first? Ed. Not me. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll go first then. Um, so, so as I said, uh, Mephistopheles is is hearing petitions, and and as you as you listen to the to the supplicants, um, they are they are uh, attempting to negotiate with him. Um, they they all want uh, they all want something. Uh, the the lowly demons want reassignment. Um, they they want. Uh, they want uh charge over over more mortal souls um, they they want uh, a position of of greater reverence and greater status uh in in his army um, and he hears each and every one of them out um and then you know pronounces pronounces his judgment some sometimes he he gives them uh what they want uh but there's always a cost for the supplicant. Um, as you, as you listen, you're, you're not sure that, uh, that some of them realize exactly what it is they're paying, but they all go away. Everyone who, who goes away, uh, with a, with a yes, with, with what they wanted, uh, you know, has to, has to pay some kind of a cost for it. Um, so are, are you like... Are you like waiting in line um, with the rest of the supplicants, or are you, you know, like cutting the line, or how do you? What do you want to do? Um, I, I will. Hmm. I think I'm gonna wait in line with the supplicants. Good call. Yeah. Uh, we're guests of honor. Um, I believe we should get priority. And uh, I feel if we assert our dominance in hell, I think the generals might take us a little bit more seriously. Well, you could certainly try that tactic for yourself. Why are you talking like Will? (laughs) 
I mean, Lucifer's already beholden to me. I don't need to push my luck. Um, so, so Reginald, uh, you you wait in line with the rest of the with the rest of the demons. Um, as you as you get to the front of the line, however, uh, one of them just sort of shoves past you from behind, as if you're not even there. Um, I'm sorry, you cut out. What'd you say? What one of the one of the demons shoves past you uh, from from behind the the one that was waiting online behind you, as if you're not even there, and and goes to plead his case before uh, Mephistopheles. I beg your uh, pardon. I was waiting here. The demon kind of turns and and looks at you. Um, it, it is it is one of the one of the common demons. Um, it, its face is just a ruin. Uh, it, it is probably between ten and twelve feet tall. Um, there are there are just a lot of teeth and and bones and scars uh, all, all over all over this thing's face. Uh, it, it looks down at you and kind of snorts. Um, and, and just sort of looms over you. So how do you want to play this? It looms over uh, you and says, Oh, sorry, you're go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Should they open up to you? No. Um, so I think I'm going to size them up. Yeah, I'm gonna size them up. Let's see what happens. Does Dice Bot hate me tonight? I got an eight. All right, I can take that. Uh, so you okay size someone it. up on a hit, ask them questions. They must answer honestly. These are things you realize about them just from a quick look. On a seven to nine, ask one. Uh, hmm. I'm going to ask them, where are you confident and where are you uncertain? Um, well, you can tell that this thing is ginormous and is mm-hmm. uh, more than a physical match uh, for, for any human mortal. Um, it could pound you into the ground with a single fist. Um, mm-hmm. It is. It is uncertain. You you get the sense that there's there's some kind of um, there, there's definitely something special about this. Mephistopheles doesn't hear petitions uh, every just any day. Uh, so this this is probably this demon's uh, one chance to um, beg for its favor. Uh, and and you can you can tell the way that it is. Uh, it, it was kind of shuffling from foot to foot um, behind you online, which is a little distracting because it's enormous. Um, yeah. So so it is it is a little nervous about not getting its its opportunity to um, ask the demon lord for whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. We okay. were also given prote- Lucifer's protection, and uh, well, we were in hell. Yeah. Where? So, 
uh, I'm going to say, listen, my good man, uh, obviously this seems like a very important matter to you, and one would not want to put off Lord Mephistopheles by acting brutish. Perhaps I would be willing to overlook your brusqueness and give you a tip or two on the appropriate way to address someone of Lord Mephistopheles to best get what you want from them. Hmm? Uh, I was going to say, it looks over toward the throne... Uh, and and then and then back at you. So how how do you want to move forward with that? Uh, I think I'm going to open up to them because uh, okay. I'm offering them something. Yeah, uh, that's my open up is eighty two. Uh, open up to them plus one. <laughs> that's an eleven. Oof. Alright. Uh, on a 10 plus, choose two of the following. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, I offer them something, explicitly or implicitly. If they accept it, they are beholden to you in proportion as you judge it, but if they refuse, you may consider it an insult. So, I am offering them tips on, you know, how, how to best approach Mephistopheles in order, uh, for them to, you know, get back in their place in line. Uh, and I pick two. Um, I guess uh, it's going to be conjoined. Uh, uh, reveal to them what you'd like them to do. If they exceed, if they exceed, offer them a reward or favor. But if they refuse, you may consider it an insult. So I think those two kind of go hand in hand. So I would like for them to go back into their place in line. And in exchange, I will give them pointers on how best to address Lord Mephistopheles so that their plea is most likely to be heard. All right. Um, So this this hulking horror uh, leans down over you and... uh, a, a giant like river of spittle gushes from one end of its ruined mouth and it says to you fine I watch you you do well I take your advice you do poorly and I smash you is someone clicking a pen I was clicking with my mouse sorry well I understand your why you would say that, however, I do not think Lord Lucifer would appreciate you smashing me as he personally offered me his protection while I'm here. He stands to his full height and just sort of grumbles and walks back to his place in line. Ah. Very good. And he smashes you anyway. <laughs> he loses his place in line because the demon behind you wouldn't let him get back in. <laughs> well, I mean, he did get out of line, so it's, that's on him. He did. He did. <laughs> All right. So when I when I get up to Lord Mephistopheles, uh, I I take off my hat and I bow deeply. Ah, oh, Lord Mephistopheles, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Wait, who did we just lose? 
we lost, lost Ryan. Ed. Oh no, Ryan's still here. No, I'm still here. I was looking on the left. I forgot your square's on the right. It's bigger. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Um, well. So. So. Um, uh, oh, there he is. There he is. I found him. So, Mephistopheles right, so, uh, looks looks bored. Um, he he has been he's he has been hearing petitions for quite some time now. Uh, he he is one of the um, fancier um, demon nobility. His his armor is very finely uh, polished and and burnished. Um, and he's he's wearing the uh he's wearing the the glamour of a of another like classically handsome person. Mm-hmm. Um Scipio Will. Like like Will, yes. He looks exactly like Will. <laughs> uh what do you want? I think we're all too distracted to do anything. Right. Yeah. I fall Let's in love in with him. him. Let's stay in hell, guys. He, yep. he gives you he gives you like uh you know one of those one of those uh come on let's make this quick hand gestures. <laughs> they were gonna say hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my lord Mephistopheles, uh begging your pardon, I am not here to uh ask you a favor. I am I am here to present you a gift, and I reach into my coat and I'm going to pull out a vial of unicorn tears that I have on me. Uh and I'm going to present it to him. I understand that you have been busy all evening and unable to enjoy the festivities, so I wanted to bring you something unique and special that is worthy of your your station here. Something that one would not be able to find within the confines of the underworld. Um, a, a demonic servant uh, flaps over to you on on bat wings, uh, takes the takes the vial from your hand and and flies it back over to him uh, and drops it into his hand. Uh, he he looks at it um, and and sort of turns it around in his hand. Um, I'm gonna cut over to uh, James. Um, so Prince Paul, you are. <laughs> Bale says, "Oh, he hates Mephistopheles. Hates unicorn tears." <laughs> <laughs> he just flies into a rage every single time he's presented with them. The, uh, the so what's he doing? Is, the, the party is in full swing, and um, Lord Bale is having none of it. Um, he he is just sort of standing awkwardly by himself. Um, everybody everybody in the place seems to know enough to just leave him alone and give him his space. Um, you you can see the uh, seething hatred in his in his eyes, uh, the ruins of his eyes as he just sort of scans the room, uh, taking it all in and loathing everyone and everything about it. Um, so how are you approaching him? How do you want to play this? All right. Uh, when I size somebody up, I have to actually approach him and size him up, or can I size him up from a different uh, from a distance to kind of feel like how I'm going to take him on? 
I, I feel like you can you can probably size them up from a distance. All right, I'm gonna try sizing them up. And I got a seven. Okay. So in that case, um, you can ask me any of the questions. These are things that you realize about them just from a quick look. You need not speak or interact in any way. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to ask, where is he confident and where is he uncertain? Hello? Um, Hello. Uh, Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. When we start playing in person, I'm going to randomly say hello all the time. <laughs> Good. I, I, I approve. Um, we'll just be sitting at the table like, wait, can you guys hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you all being quiet? Oh, sorry, I was muted. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, I was muted. Are you still there? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> um, so he is... You, you can see him Him glancing around the room. Um he he keeps he keeps looking back to uh where the other generals are you know to see what they're up to or what they're what they're doing um you can tell you can tell that he's confident in his own strength um and and you you notice that um some of the some of the ribbons uh, that the that the demon nobles are are wearing sort of sort of match they uh, they must indicate you know whose legions uh, these these demon lords and ladies command um, and you can see that um, Bale seems to be pretty confident in uh, the at least the the loyalty of his own of his own uh, subordinate demons um he doesn't seem to be paying them any mind at all um but but he's very interested in um what the demons and the other uh generals legions are up to who they're talking to um what what uh schemes or machinations they may be enacting um what's going on there so that's that's what you get just from a quick a quick glance. Alrighty, I see, I see. So I'm gonna go up and approach him. Uh, what did I say I had? Is uh, I think I was selling uh, gummy bears with actual souls in them. Um, what else did I say I had? Oh man, I forgot. In a previous game, you sold wish sandwiches. Yeah, uh, I was going to sell rubber biscuits and stuff in this one, but uh, I don't think it would work too well in hell. 
if it doesn't bounce back off the wall and into their mouth, I'm pretty sure they'll just murder me. <laughs> well, as we established, you do have Lucifer's protection, so. Well, then they'll at least smash my cart. Oh my god, my sandwiches don't have protection. They might punch my sandwiches. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, Not worth it. Oh, yeah, and I think I also had, like, sweet toys of, like, doll <laughs> so that they can scream when they chew on them. Oh, and Skittles. I think I had Skittles because they were bright and colorful for, you know, hell. What's your what's your approach here? What's your play? Is anyone still here? All right, so I guess I'm going to walk over to him and uh, offer him, uh, you know, some refreshments or a snack. I think I got disconnected. Guys? Uh, I think my connection may have just died. Or not? Am I still here? All right, I just see people leaving and coming back in. Am I one of those people that are not here? Hello? Can you guys hear me again? Hello? I'm screaming. And we're back. All right. Sorry, everybody. Uh, seems like the uh, hello the demons in the demons hey, in you, hell are. Could you are... mute yourself while you're loudly clicking? Sorry. The demons in hell have decided to uh, plague us with technical difficulties tonight. Wonder why. Um, but we will. We will. Soldier on through the through the torment. Um, so let's pick things up. Um, you know, I went full winter while we were waiting. I mean, that's understandable. <laughs> Ed, not Uncle Jerry's blame. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, so what, if, how if did you Ed... change? I have a turnip for a head. Oh, all right. I was gonna say, Ed, if you went if you went full winter, it means that you're Fey, not mortal. So, I I have to say, knowing you for as long as I have, I never knew that. We oh, determined I... that in a previous game. No, I Did knew we? that. Yeah, and um... Ed's one of those. Ed's one of those Fey who kidnapped a child and then took their place. Yeah, uh, he's been he's been that way since seventh grade. Haven't you noticed that he's always avoided iron? No, I never noticed any of this. I'm, I haven't been this surprised since I found out that James wasn't a woman over forty. Yeah. Oh, and also Ed's also Dame Judy Dench. Didn't you know that? Yeah, that I knew. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's hard old to news. Avoid knowing. Yeah. Old hat. Um. So anyway, uh, Prince Paul, um, how how do you want to how do you want to approach Lord Bale, who is. Pretty much sizing up everybody at the party. Uh, all right. Well, I think we were discussing about what snacks I had. Um, I believe I had gummy bears with souls, squeaky toys of doll, and um, Skittles. Face the rainbow. The gray Skittles. 
No, it's the rainbow Skittles because I figured I'd bring color to hell. And, it, you know, I think it'd be interesting. Um, I think we determined last time that uh, I, I fed one of the ladies uh, a, a doll because she liked hearing things scream when she chewed on it. Yes, <laughs> that was um, that was Amriel. Yep. <laughs> oh. I gave a doll of doll to somebody to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Was it regular doll or was it turnip head doll? Uh, I think it was regular doll because she's normally looks regular. Uh, this is, I think, the it's very rare where we see her with a turnip head. The turnip head is the chase figure that only gets like one in every three um, shipment sent. Mm-hmm. It's a rare price. Um, so you have you have your uh, your tray of snacks. And uh, as as you approach, uh, he looks at you like you're some something floating in his glass of water, uh, with with just like utter disgust. Oh man, I really hate these things. Hey, you want one of these refreshments, man? I got some uh, gummy bears and you know that there are little souls in them. Some Skittles if you want some color in your life, and uh, this thing that screams when you chew on it. <laughs> You don't have permission to speak with me. Um, he just he just goes back to scanning the party. All right. Well, you know, I guess you can have fun just standing here watching and pretending to figure out what people are plotting against you and which ones aren't. You know, have fun standing here by yourself then. He kind of grits his teeth and goes, yes, fun. You know what I think is fun? Watching, starting little rumors and watching people start fighting with each other. How wonderful for you. Are you any good at it? Ah, I've been known to, uh, I don't know if you know this, but on the side, I'm really a thief. I like to steal things of import. So sometimes when I get to one of these fancy soirees, I uh, cause a scene and uh, sneak away with all this good stuff. Oh, yes, you're that one. Yeah, that throne up there, that's specifically for me, and I'm sure I'm going to have a really fun time on it. Well... As one does in hell. You looking forward to the performance tonight? I hear it's going to be a real doozy. Well, I know our Lord Satan has high hopes. Anything in particular you would like to see? I would like to see you disappoint him. (laughs) Mostly mostly because once he removes his protection, you will be set upon by every demon in this place. Uh, That I had no doubt. Most of us came here knowing that there wasn't a way for us to make it out of here alive. 
the others are just dumb. Well, I'm I'm sure if you were to give the devil what he wants, he would let you leave. Yeah, but there's always a catch. As uh, I'm sure as a prince of hell, you would know this. Yes, the catch would be the end of your world. Do you see it? Well, I'm in a lose-lose situation here. And besides, you'll just end up right back here anyway. He smiles yeah. at you. Of my fate, I had no, uh, had no doubts. I, I know where I'm going. I know the life I've lived. Now, the question is, would somebody of your stature uh, benefit from somebody of my skill set in your, you know, thralls of armies? He says, oh, my vassals and I hold sway over millions of souls, all pledged to me. What's one more? You you are inconsequential. Your suffering is inconsequential. But I suppose if you can rally the troops, if you can make the demon armies of hell come together as one for their final assault, idiotic as it may be, then I suppose you'll have some use. Well, if your vassals are so great, then how come you're not running the joint? He, He smirks. The Lightbringer is very careful not to let any of us get too far ahead. Also... Not to let us partner up with one another. Makes sense. Always keep each other at each other's throats. Not letting one getting more powerful than the other. If we're to unite, he wants us united behind him. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... I think I've lost my taste for human conversation. So he's going to go. So how how do you want to play this? You can you kind of have the sense that he's he's none too thrilled about uh Lucifer's plan, but he's not exactly in a position where he can stop it. So uh, he called Lucifer's plan idiotic. Yeah, I feel like I kind of got what I needed from him. Um, I don't know if... I mean, I will, I will tell you, I will tell you without a roll that um, he he is one hundred percent certain that they will they will lose the war in heaven a second time, and it will be terrible. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, 
as with uh, it was Amriel you spoke to last last session. Uh, you know, you're not sure how it gets worse than in hell, but apparently the the demon nobility are under the impression that it that can always get worse. Double hell. I mean, right now we're trying to scout really who would be a good candidate and what we would need for them to, uh, you know, which one would be the best one to try to do an overhaul. Uh, and so far, I've found we found out at least. Are you, you okay? saying that out loud? What? No, like to us as 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 people. Oh, I thought you were saying that in character. He's speaking. He's speaking out of character. Okay. Yeah, that would be, that would, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to announce loudly in hell to myself. (laughs) Our plan. (laughs) I mean, you could always draw him out and find out a little bit more about what he's thinking. Is that a that's a, an obvious play or is that something else? Uh, that's an obvious play. Yeah. Oh, there it's the first one. Huh. I don't know what your plays are. Um, All right, so I guess I can try. I guess I could yeah. try drawing them out. So, so what do you do, and then and then make your roll? Uh, what do you do to draw him out? That was a noise. That wasn't an idea. Um, I do that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, 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 um, I pass wind really loudly <laughs> to draw his attention back to me. No. Um, Man, I really want to do something stupid, but not too stupid. Um, I mean, it's the it's the season finale. It's the series finale. Do be as stupid as you like. Uh, I, I guess uh, he he said he was I done with the uh, human conversation, right? And he's starting to walk away. Uh huh. Um. So I'm gonna touch one of his thralls with iron. Oh. Jump it straight to the murder. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it won't necessarily necessarily kill them because they're not really fey. They're demon folk. It'll hurt them, but not, you know, kill them. Unless we're playing it as if they are fairy kind, and then it will eventually kill them if I don't let go. Um, I think it would. Uh, I think it would probably um, kill them eventually. But so so you're you're going up to one of his thralls, one of the one of the um, 
one of the noble legionaries uh, at the party, or are you gonna are you gonna touch him, or who who are you? Who are you? Oh no, I would I would not touch him. That would uh, we're trying to get him on our. Well, we're trying to get him to cause a coup. Well, seeing yeah. if he's a capable capable of causing a coup. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't think that uh, I, I'm worthy enough to be in his gang, and that kind of upsets my character a little bit. It's like you know, if I go to hell, I want you know someone strong um, to be my my leader. Okay, so you're you're basically trying to impress him by do, impress him by doing something that's like suicidally dumb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Make this a roll. This is why Uncle Jersbleem's liking of Prince Paul is qualified with unaccountable. <laughs> what? You don't think I'm good enough? <laughs> uh, I yeah, got a now you have an opening in your army. Did it go quiet again? No, we're still here. Oh, I said I got um, a nine on touching with iron. All right, so um, if you're trying to draw him out by doing that, on a seven to nine, you get to ask one question. Um, no, isn't that one of your plays, touching him with iron? Oh, okay, so you're you're using something from the sheet. I mean, I, I could be, I, I mean, I could do the draw, I'd use that as a draw out, because I'm not trying to kill his thrall, really. Right. I, I'm sorry, because I, I thought you said you wanted to draw him out, and then I said I do want to draw him out, but then like I, I, I my suggestion, yeah. touching with iron is one of my is one of my skill sets. So it's, uh, but yeah, I'll okay. I'll I'll, I'll uh, do it as a draw out instead. I'll ask him the one of the questions. Hang on a second, because we can we can resolve we can resolve both. We'll see how this goes. Um, let's see. Give me one second, because I have all of the playbooks here. Okay. It says when I. It says when I uh, when I touch a fairy with cold iron, roll on a hit. I choose one of the following. All right. Um, so what what are you what are you choosing? Um, uh, they will promise me anything and, uh, ask to be free of the Iron's Touch. All right. Um, so the, the demon who you, who you touch with iron, uh, freezes, goes rigid and, and, uh, lets out a, lets out a, uh, a hiss of pain. Um, and and you know lock size with you. Uh, please take it take it away, remove it. I'll I'll give you I'll give you anything. The 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 riches of kingdoms. Any any lover from all of time that you want. Power. Do you, do you want power? Fame. Please. I'm thinking more along the lines of protection. You already have Lord Lucifer's protection. What more protection do you need? 
Oh, well, you know, that might not last forever, and uh, maybe I might need a way out of here, a distraction. Fine. Fine. If, if you... If you take that away from my skin, I will, I will help you escape. I swear it. And then I, I uh, throw him uh, uh, like in, in in the opposite direction. I start heading more towards Blile. Bla- <laughs> the word. Bail. Yeah, I don't know why I was tripping on that. Well. Um. So, Should I roll uh, again that, for a drawing that out? Happened. Yeah. See, see how well that worked to draw draw out Bale. I got an eight. You got an eight. Um, so you get to ask him one of the questions. Um, probably the bottom one. In circumstances when you can help someone, <laughs> endanger them, entice them, or strike them by drawing them out, ask this question. So since you're trying to entice him. I mean, that, add this that question. Be, yeah, it's add this like question. I, so he gets. Oh yeah, okay. I do indeed draw you out by you know attacking your underling. Right, that would be what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the question I ask is what's the effect? So I mean I. Oh, am I getting that question, or as I ask you, what the question is? Like, what's yeah, the no, effect? You, you ask, you ask me, and I answer. Um, so, if if there if there is one thing that's very inadvisable, it's attacking a demon uh, in Satan's palace at a party in hell, uh, and and you've just done that, um, which is which is an enormous risk. Um, you, you release the demon from the iron's touch, uh, and, and it, uh, hisses at you again. Um, and, and where did you, where did you touch it? Like on its shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed him on his, uh, on the top of his shoulder so I can have kind of control over him. If I I needed to throw him in, in, in the way of a punch or something, I had him in my way. Um, so, so it, it rubs its shoulder gingerly and, uh, and, and hisses at you again. Um, it's, it's features are grotesque and animalistic. Um, I never but, pay attention to him really, but I've been locking eyes with, uh, Bale just to, to let him know that I'm serious. Well, to see if he turns around and looks at me, like I, I've been staring at Bale this whole time. Um, well, you've you've gotten Bale to raise his eyebrow at you. Um, you're you're not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you've definitely intrigued him uh, by by showing how how far you're willing to go. Um, and next, we cut over to Uncle Jay. Um, so you're you're going to talk to Azazel. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, a chill goes. <laughs> And for, for no apparent reason, Uncle Cheresbleem just shudders. <laughs> mm. 
That was weird. Um, as I said before, you walked up to Azazel, and uh, he is—he is just absolutely uh, berating one of the demon servants, uh, telling him um, how he's—he's he's going to be uh, mucking out the uh, the blood pits for the next ten thousand years. Um, you know, he—he'll—he'll be—he'll be so low. Uh, that that uh, even the mortals will pity him. Um... It's so hard to find good help these days. It certainly is. Do you know what I did to my underling? <laughs> well, I uh, stole his circus. And then condemned him to hell at the first opportunity. He he looks over at you. Oh yes, you're the uh, the goblin. Uh, what what's his face? Uh, uh, Uncle Jersbleem of the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Uh, yes, very good, very good. Perhaps you've had Excellent. the Sorry, perhaps you've had the pleasure of torturing Timble the Plum, the tumbling bum, yourself. Uh, uh, briefly, briefly, I, I I mostly stay away from the torture myself these days. Do you now? And what is it that you prefer to do? Hmm. Uh, well, I. I I do what I can to pass. The eternity down here. Uh, I have I have collected uh, ma- many fine works of art, uh, never never seen by by mortal eyes. You know, a fair a fair number of fine artists end up down here for whatever reason. Tortured souls on Earth, tortured souls down here. And they say the Almighty was perfect in his craft. <laughs> I've seen much imperfection in the world. <sighs> Humans certainly flawed beings, a lot of them. Yes, flawed. But uh, interesting, wouldn't you say? Some of them, certainly. What's your opinion on the uh, surface dwellers, so to speak? Well, I I understand why some of my uh, siblings take out their eternal fury on them, but uh, I've always found it positively in- intriguing the the nature of of free will, the choice that they have, not having a set path is uh, one of the greatest gifts of being mortal. Now that's that is what the the spark that they they bring to their art. Everything that they do is is infused with it. No no, no angel or demon or fae 
can be half as creative as a as a mortal man or woman. Or you okay over I... there? Who? Whoever made all that noise sounded like someone fell. Oh no, maybe it was my chair. Sorry. That's why I employ them in my circus. I have two. Oh yes, I, I I've seen them. They do one fantastic seems, things. What one of them seems to be assaulting someone. <laughs> I see that. I will find out about that later. Fantastic and what is it that creatures? <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Well, what I like to do before I put together a performance is uh Get the feel of the room and uh, try to tailor each and every performance to the audience that we are performing it for. What uh, is it that you would like to see, my lord, uh, Azazel? Well, I I would love to see your your humans on display. If 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 they could if if they could take center stage in the performance, that would be especially fascinating. Are you sure Lucifer would appreciate that? He seems to have uh, a certain disdain towards mortals. Oh, well. I I suppose he he does. I uh, if, if maybe maybe just for a single act if you could if you could get them front and center, I I would I would find that most diverting, I think. Of course, uh, we, we all we all know the real reason that you're here, uh, Mephistopheles, uh, Bale, and myself. Uh, but but what? Well, uh, no, no reason, no reason you can't uh, drum up a little uh, fervor for Hell's cause, and uh, also show off what your humans can do. Uh, maybe, maybe you could have one of them read poetry. Do do any of them write poems? I do believe there are poets among us. I wonder about the phrasing that you just used, Hell's Cause. Is, uh, is it Hell's Cause or Lucifer's Cause? I'm confused. Now that is a troubling question. That is a troubling question. I, I must say, uh, something, uh, something I've been pondering a great deal myself. Uh, but uh, I, I shouldn't speak of such things. Uh, he, he smiles. Uh, anyway, it was, it was, it was lovely to speak with you. Looking forward to your performance. I'm gonna draw this motherfucker out. Yeah, go for it. Damn it. Hold on. Uh, can I use one of my trappings? Sure. Let's see. Um, 
I'm leaning on my potted, on my, uh, polished knotted skull club, and, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I have, let's say the, the, the club has the knife on the, the, the club has the knife in it. I'm going to take the knife out. You shouldn't speak of it, but what if I made a blood oath that I would not repeat anything that you said? And I'm going to slice my finger with the, uh, with the knife. A blood oath that I would not repeat anything that you said to anybody else. Not a mortal, not a fae, not a demon. And then I'm going to, like, smear the blood on the ground. All right, uh, so that uh, that bumps it up to a weak hit. Mm-hmm. So you get to ask one. Uh, damn it, hold on. Sorry, my something opened <laughs> on my computer. We just reconvene. So, uh, what did you learn, Uncle Jay? I can't tell you. <laughs> That is that is going to be a problem with swearing a um, Can I size him up instead? It's the same role. Can I just say I sized him up instead of drop him out? Because that's what I meant to do. Sure. Um, what do you hope will happen? What do you fear? And how are you prepared for each? Oh, let's see. Um, well, uh, he, he seems to be, he seems to be something of, uh, a dilettante and an upper class twit. Mm -hmm. Um, so he is, he is really hoping to just see a good show and, and for things to keep, uh you know going on the way they're the way they're going um he he is really afraid that something is going to come to some kind of uh some kind of head um and and he'll be forced to do anything you you see um the uh the legionaries under him um they they don't seem to show him very much deference and and he doesn't really seem to care all that much mm-hmm. um let's see what how is he prepared for each um I would I would have to say he's he's probably he's probably not very prepared. Um, okay, but there so must be there guy. must be some there must be some reason that he that he stays in power. Um, so so maybe uh, maybe one of his underlings considers him a useful idiot. Okay, you're not you're not really sure. Um, so he, he, 
he looks down and as you as you smear the blood on the ground and his eyes go wide. Oh, oh, oh well, uh, uh, su- such things are most likely unnecessary. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything that uh, that shouldn't be repeated. Uh, uh, so so much so so many of the interactions in hell are uh, so duplicitous. Uh, It's uh, it's rather difficult to keep up with, I, I I must say. So I've come to learn. Well, enjoy the rest of the party, and hopefully uh, the performance will be to your liking. Uh, and and you as well. Uh, thank you. And I'm going to leave. All right. And we have Doll. So Doll, what? what are you up to? I was going to say, you never really finished uh, Reginald's scene, right? Well, you're, uh, the, way, the, way it's, the way it works, or the way it's supposed to work, is you let everybody make two plays, and then you switch the, you switch the action. So oh. I, let, uh, I let James get in a third play. Uh. But it's... It's meant to keep everything moving. If you if you don't have an idea for a scene, I'll just go back to uh, I'll go back to Reginald and we'll find out yeah. how he how he does with Mephistopheles. Yeah, I, don't t- I really don't have much in mind for what dolls to do here. So go back to Reginald's. All right. Um, so Mephistopheles kind of looks you up and down and and says, uh, "Well, let's let's make this quick. What is well, it that I you want?" want- as I said, I just wanted to present you with that gift and speak to you for a moment. As a an amateur in the art of exchanging goods and services for favors, it's as an honor to watch a master such as yourself work. And this is... Oh, unicorn tears. Yes. Very rare. Very rare indeed. Um, so, so what are you trying to do for him? Um, oh, what's your play here? Question. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to butter him up. That's what I'm doing. So I'm going to... Um, I guess I'm opening up to them, or... I mean, you could try to draw him out, out. Yeah. if you're if you're trying to entice him. Uh, yeah, I'm going to draw him out. Oh, wait, let me check my scores, because I might really suck. No, okay. Yeah, I'm going to draw him out. Six plus one... That's a three. Uh, I'm going to use one of my trappings because I'm I'm pulling stuff from my coat, so I'm using my uh, like my cart where I keep where I have stuff that I put in okay. my pockets. So I'm going to bump that to uh, a, a seven, seven to nine. Okay. Um. So I'm going to ask. I'm drawing them out. Uh, where are you open to me? Where are you vulnerable? And where are you guarded? Hmm. Where would he be open to you? That's uh, some of these. The some of these questions are uh, maybe, maybe. Um,
Um, I think if he if he might be he might be open to you uh, if if you could offer him something that he he truly wants, uh, whatever whatever that that might be. Okay. Um, where is he? Where he's vulnerable? Um, You can you can tell uh you can tell by the way he is uh glaring at uh Lord Bale that the two of them have very little love for each other. So you may be able to exploit that somehow. Um and and he's he's guarded basically because um you know, as as the the demon from from Faust who regularly trades uh favors for mortal souls, um, you know, he, he understands the, the power of a bargain. Um so he, he knows that you're probably trying to manipulate him somehow, obviously. Okay. Yeah, um, that's fair. Um Okay. So I I say to him, well, I... Oh, fuck, I just had... Uh... Oh, yeah, right. Uh, <clears throat> Everyone's always coming to you, Lord Mephistopheles, with their with their problems and concerns and their wants and their needs, but does anyone ever ask you what you want? It seems lonely being the demon in hell with the cleanest shoes. Because of all the bootlickers, of course. Well, it uh it it does get lonely, but as you said, my shoes stay clean. Heavy hangs. I know the you, I know I know you wouldn't be speaking to me if there wasn't something that you wanted. But oh well, I You've you've intrigued me. What what do you think you have to offer? Personally, well, I am I am but a humble servant, but our troop, as I'm sure you know, was invited here by the Lord of Light himself to perform. Our shows have a particular uh, power about them. They move hearts and minds. To an incredible degree, uh, if there was a way that you th- would like the show to go, that could be useful for us to know. Anything in particular you would like to see on the stage, or a particular outcome that you think would be beneficial to everyone? He, he considers for a moment... And if I were to tell you my preferred outcome, then you would do what you could with your compatriots to make sure that it comes to pass. That's that's what you're offering. I would, I would, of course, do my best. I, 
as you know, as uh, another purveyor of favors, uh, I can make no guarantees. Uh, it is a troop, as it were. I am but one voice in a chorus, but I would do my best to see that your will is uh, carried out. All right. I'm going to do something. Oh, no. Did not type that properly. Okay. Um, so occasionally in uh, Under Hollow Hills, the MC can make the make the common plays, the obvious plays. Uh, so he's going to size okay. you up. Okay. I rolled a ten. Um, uh-huh. So he wants to know uh, how far are you prepared to go? Um. In in what sense? As as far as uh, if he if he tells you if he tells you an outcome that right. uh, results in a severe shakeup of the of the power structure in hell, gotcha. are you prepared uh, to go there? Yes, I am. I am prepared to go so far as unseating Lucifer, if it means that we can get out of hell alive. All right. Uh, he, you see, he 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 looks at you, and his eyes are just piercing. He sees through to the core of you, mm-hmm. um, and and when he does, he just he just smiles, and it is a big terrifying predatory grin um and he he actually he actually stands um and and walks over to you and throws his arm around your shoulder Uh-oh. oh my friend i think you may already know what i want and i see that you are committed to getting what you want. Perhaps there is a way that we could make this work. Uh, so he gets one more question. Um, what do you hope he will does. happen? What do you fear? And what are you? And how are you prepared for each? Well, what I hope will happen is that we will be able to get out of hell alive. Um, I, I guess, I don't know if you can see, I'm, Reginald is, is much less concerned with what happens in hell, like who comes out on top and all this, that he doesn't really care about that. He just wants to get out. What do you fear is not getting out of hell and being trapped here. Uh, and how prepared are you for each? Um... I think Reginald Reginald feels pretty prepared for each because he's still uh, Lucifer is beholden to him, uh, so he's keeping that in his back pocket, uh, and he still has the wish from Johnny the Beekeeper. So he's uh, oh, I also have Miss Savage's brooch for safety. I don't I don't know what it does, but I have it. She gave it to me last time. Um, so, 
Uh, Reginald feels that he's that he might be able to save his own skin, but it's pretty uncertain. Um, so he, he, uh, he snaps his fingers and, uh, his, his servants, um, sort of, sort of scuttle away. Um, he, he looks like he's about to lead you away. Uh, and then, then the world kind of goes blurry around you, you get the sense of speed, and uh, the two of you are uh, just standing face to face in a, in a blank void. Uh, and he says, well, I can, I can only do this for a few moments uh, while, uh, or, or the Lord of Light will surely notice, but uh, I will tell you this, Naria, one of us, is strong enough to unseat Satan alone. Uh, it would take the might of all three legions, and none of us have made a move as of yet. Because, well, Azazel, his heart's not really in the right place for that sort of thing, but... Bale and I wouldn't be certain who could come out on top. If you could, if you could ensure that I would come on, uh, come out on top. So, convince the three of you to unite, but ensure that you come out over Bale. Oh well. <laughs> It would be a tricky performance. Quite a tightrope to walk. Perhaps we could incorporate an actual tightrope walk. I, uh... I will certainly do my best, Lord Bale. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Lord Lord Mephistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. A tightrope, a tightrope walk over uh, on razor wire over over hot coals and spears. Yeah. Yes, hot spears. Hot spears. It is. It is Britney certainly spears something that I will to try to accomplish. Spears. Um, so he, uh, he lifts his, lifts his palm, uh, from your, from your shoulder. And, and again, there's that sense of speed, uh, and then, and then you're back. Um, and he says to you, well, I, I thank you for the gifts, uh, uh Master Splat. Of course. Splat. Yes. And I, I'd lead in like a little conspiratorially and say, also the, the tall one in line a few places behind me is a bit of a brute, but try to go easy on him. He seems a bit desperate. He he nods. All right. I uh I smile. I I bow and and doff my hat at him again, uh, like with a big flourish, and and walk away. And I grab a I grab a goblet of wine on my way. Or I grab a goblet 
and I take a sip, realize it's blood, spit it back out, and put the goblet down, and just walk away. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's been coagulating a while, so it's it's kind of chunky blood. Um, it's 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 terrible. Um, yes. so. Uh, Prince Paul, your your interactions with Lord Bale, did you still want anything out of him or did you just want to impress him? And I mean, that would be kind of a baller move to just kind of stare him down as I grab one of his thralls and then just walk away from him. But I, I, I feel I would need to know the information from Uncle Jersbleem and Reginald Splat to see if there's anything further we can go. But I think right as long as right now as I've made an impression on him where he can actually stomach talking to me for a few more minutes next time, I think uh, that might be a good point to uh, to kind of regroup. Okay. Uh, so so yeah, you 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 uh, you do the baller move. Um, you you can tell you can tell that he has, uh, like I said, at, at least. Uh, been intrigued and impressed by uh, your your chutzpah. Um, so where where do you guys want to regroup? Well, I guess at I the can't... tent, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's where we would have our most privacy, at least. We would okay, hope. Gotta, I mean, in hell, I don't think you really mind. have privacy. No. We can go to my wagon this time if you want. Sure. I have a bunch of chairs we can sit in. Is there a shortage of chairs? We're in hell. No. No, that's where all the chairs are. Oh, no, heaven is the shortage. Heaven is the shortage of chairs. Heaven has the shortage of heaven's chairs. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one thing Lucifer made sure to grab a bunch of before he was cast down, was all the chairs. Hell has all the chairs, but they're all missing a leg. <laughs> um, so so just just for flavor, um, this this whole time while they've been at the party, uh, Dahl, where have you been? Uh, Dahl's been checking out refreshments, uh, enjoy, enjoying... Just enjoying the party, and but anytime someone approaches her, she doesn't talk to them because she is specifically told by Uncle Jersey that he doesn't want her talking to anybody. So, depending on the feeling of people who might have come to speak to her about her not responding, she might have some people angry with her. All right. All right. Um, I think, I think probably for the most part, you've been left alone, mostly because, uh, unless, unless you approach somebody, uh, you know, they're, they're all concerned with their backstabbing and politicking. So they're gonna, they're gonna go do that. Um, some of the, some of the, uh, refreshments that you check out are, uh, just flat out gross. Uh, like I said to, uh, Reginald, there's the coagulated wine, um, there's, there's someone who offers you a spider on a cracker. Um. Dahl will take it without saying a word. 
the he said you couldn't talk to people verbally. He didn't say that you couldn't not mime to them or anything. I do know sign language. Sign language is talking. It is, yes, that's true. So... Did everyone go quiet, or was that my computer? No, that no, was... Uh, everyone's just... No, we were waiting for you to make a move. Yeah. Uh, do you do you eat the cracker? The spider the spider just sort of crawls away if you don't. If you just, like, stare at it, it will it will hop down and... Well, she eats it, of course. She's po- she wants to be polite. If she's offered a, a, a food, she should have it. <laughs> that's that's a, the, the human way to say it, a food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um uh, so you you pop the cracker in your mouth um and and you feel the spider like skitter around. Uh it it drops down your throat before you can chew it. Uh and you can kind of feel it running around inside you. All right. I'm glad I don't have taste buds. Uh you think you might have a new pet? Hooray. Now when you fall apart, you got cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> doll has a doll has a pet hell spider who lives in her tummy. <laughs> I've made a friends without speaking. Um, all right, so if you're if you're just gonna hang out by the side of the party and and not interact with anyone, um. Let's see. You do. I. I. I'm gonna have someone interact with you in that case. Um. You hear. You hear a voice from behind you. Enjoying the party. Doll turns around. She. What does she? Who or what does she see? Uh, you see the devil. <clears throat> oh God. Huh. She stumbles back for a moment, but catches her foot in, and then she nods and gives a thumbs up. I I just wanted to apologize for our small disagreement before. I I really do need to learn to control my outbursts. So gives a wave of her hands like an it's one of those it's okay waves. She holds one arm um, horizontal and then uses the other arm to make a wavy motion that goes under the horizontal arm. It's water under the bridge is what she's trying to say. I I do hope you'll you'll say that you forgive me. I <laughs> I I do. Uh... I, I didn't mean anything by by that disparaging comment about your lack of soul. Plenty of fine things in in this existence have no souls. This this chair, for instance, <laughs> <laughs> no soul. Missing a leg, but still mostly functional. She she points at the chair and gives a little. 
applauds. She she gestures to where the missing leg is. She pulls her own leg off, just kind of gives a shrug, and then puts her leg back on. Yes, I I see. (laughs) She kind of looks around for a few moments because she knows she was told not to speak to anyone. But here, this is the friggin' devil. And she's kind of at a bit of a conflict here. Does she listen to Uncle Jay, who always, who she knows is only thinking of the best for her, of course? (laughs) Or does she speak to the devil? Hmm. Um, to quote Motley Crue, shout at the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can quote Meyer, hoop the devil. (laughs) She's going to lean in a little closer to Lucifer and say, If I answer you, will you tell, will you not tell Uncle Jay that I was talking? Because he told me not to talk. He leans in conspiratorially and says, I won't say a word. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I was supposed to be doing. Okay, yes, uh, of course I forgive you. Uh, I'm surprised that you, I'm surprised to get an apology from the, from you, from Lucifer. Thank you, uh, of course, that, that thing I was doing before, that was a water onto the bridge. I thought it was kind of clever. I held my arm out like a bridge and the other one was water. You see, it went under the, under the bridge, like waters want to do, you know, it's a uh, water under the bridge, forgotten and forgiven. Yes, yes, you're you're quite you're quite good at pantomime. I I I picked up on that. Oh, good. Oh, the last person didn't get it at all. You thought I was trying to wave to him, and I guess I was because you know water waves and all that. But it wasn't quite what I was doing, and he just kept waving, and I, then I got angry because I was sick of him waving at me. You see, he was taunting me. I didn't have both hands at the time, so I thought he was making fun of me, not having one of them. So then he, I, I got really mad at him, and I, he had to forgive me. And he said it was water under the bridge once he, for, uh, once he forgave me, and I'm like, that's what I was trying to tell you. And it was a whole big laugh. It was wonderful. But this is this went a lot more cleanly. Miss Doll, please. Please. Oh, my. Yes? I I am I am so tired of this conversation. <laughs> I... Look, I hope you'll forgive me because I knew that you weren't allowed to speak with me and I was having you on a bit. Oh, what do you mean? The devil hooped you. <laughs> well, Wait, it I don't understand. I thought he was trying to convince Dahl he was a good guy so that she wouldn't want to overthrow him. <laughs> it is in my nature to look for ways to torment people, whether or not they are insold. Oh, so you 
So wait, I don't get it. You you you're tormenting me by letting me speak to you. Well, I I as I said, I I knew that Uncle Jerzbleem for forbid you forbade you from speaking to me. And in in order to make it as painful for you as possible, I decided to come over here and engage you in conversation. But you seem to have turned the tables on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I couldn't... I, I You got so mad at me before, and I, I, I couldn't have that happen again, you know? So did I win something? He he just he just seems to be getting like a little bit a little bit more irate. Okay, the message that I was trying to confer there, the meaning doesn't seem to be coming across entirely. Is that I knew that Uncle Jersbleem for- forbade you from speaking to me. So, right. So I know. I know what you've been discussing. You've been discussing it in my domain. Uh. Huh. Well, that's an interesting quandary. Uh. Huh. How much did you hear? All of it. I heard all of it. I heard every single word. Oh. Ah, uh, and so ends the wonderful performance art of of, of the Uncle Jerry's Bleams Hippodrome Magnifique talking about things they would never do. I hope you enjoyed our wonderful act. It was beautiful, I hope you think. Oh, this... This was this was a mistake. I really I really should have gone after the thief instead. <laughs> Listen. I I just I, I don't mean to uh I I, I do. I, I, I'm I'm the devil. I mean to be I mean to be threatening and and imposing and awful. If yeah, if, you're nailing some of those on the head. I gotta say, if you and your fellow players don't do as I ask, I will make sure that all of you suffer the most exquisite tortures that hell has to offer for thousands and thousands of years. Now, when we say exquisite, that's not the good use of exquisite, I suppose. Well, to a demon, it would be. Oh, fair. Different perspectives and all that. Uh, well, I suppose what I'm going to do in this situation is bring that knowledge to my partners because... Even though we were only performing, I figured they might need to want to know that. He says, yes, see that you do. 
so and then just to just to go back, you you don't forgive me about the other part. That was no, part that of was, your ruse. That was a lie. I understand. Um, then can I can I say that that particular bridge that I was talking about with the water? Maybe the water wasn't there. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say here. I'm probably just gonna turn around and go talk to my my friends. He smashes the chair. Oh, now it's missing two legs. Ain't much of a chair. Goodbye! Um, yeah, so, so you, you run away. Um, he, he lets you go. As she runs away, he he should yell. I'm gonna tell George when you were talking to me. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah. So so uh, you guys are all like reconvening uh, out out at the big tent, and uh, Doll comes running up shortly after. Uh, oh, 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 uh, hello. Doll, oh can you God. please cut quiet down? We're having an important discussion right now. We we need to figure out which Prince of Hell is going to take over. Oh, okay. I have a I have a part I want to add to that, but I don't want to be rude and interrupt. But you know, just at once, at some point, once one of you is done talking and it's my turn, this is a very important thing that I gotta mention. All right, Doll. Just wait your turn. Okay. Who, well, whose turn is it now? And where in the pecking order do I come in? You're just dead last. Doll, just, just let her go, doll. What is it? What's so important that you have to tell us? I mean, I don't want to be rude. I'm not known for that. I'm, I'm telling you to speak. I'm, I'm giving you my slot, so speak. <gasps> oh! You were first. Okay. Wait, were you first? Just go! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it turns out... Now, Now, first off, I want to preface this by saying that I wasn't speaking to him at first. But then I figured I didn't want to insult him, so I decided to speak to him, and I apologize, Uncle Jay. But, you know, this is the kind of person you don't want to get upset. I did that once. Didn't go well. Gal. If you don't get to the point, I'm going to take you apart piece by piece by piece. And then what? I mean, I do that pretty often. I'm going to confront her again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lose my spider. Nine. Uh, so they have to back down or give me and give me my my back down and give me give me my way. If they don't want to back down or force your hand, they can try to prevaricate, mollify you. Exp- oh shit! Explain, bargain, or justify themselves instead. <laughs> <sighs> now, for the sake of continuing the thing going, she's going to back down and get to her point. Yes, that's what I want. 
Okay, so the person I was talking about that I spoke to, he came over to apologize to me, was Lucifer. And I was like, oh, I don't know, should I talk to him? Uncle Jay said not to. But then I decided to, because he was Lucifer. And it turns out that he was tricking me. He knew you didn't want me to speak to anyone. And I thought, oh, that's a strange thing for him to know. And then it turns out that's not all he knows. He also knows what we've been talking about. What, which, which part? Everything. Very unfortunate. Now, I want to be certain I didn't tell him any of this. He said he that he knew everything. I was literally about to accuse you of telling him everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, she's not bright, but she's not like... She, she knows enough to think that maybe that might be what was uh, ascertained from it. So... Yeah, he says that if we don't do what he says, the way the, what he wants us to do, it's going to be uh, thousands of years of bad, exquisite torture. Well, bad for us, good for them. Perspectives and all that. Well. So, we either do what Lucifer wants and usher in the apocalypse and destroy the world, or don't do what Lucifer wants, hope he gets deposed... And if he doesn't, then he will keep us here and torture us for thousands of years. So we better make sure he gets deposed. This changes nothing. Well, yeah, either way, we're in a lose-lose-lose scenario, as we need to have the most less of a loss as possible in this situation. I don't know exactly how the talks went for the two of you, but my money is on Lord Mephistopheles taking over when this is done. Azazel's a wimp. Yes, he said something to the ex that extent. Uh, apparently, he and Bale, uh, Mephistopheles and Bale, are the two real contenders. And if Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles told me that if we could make sure that he comes out on top when everything's done, he would guarantee a safe passage out of the realm. Also, Bale's kind of a dick. Um, yeah, he is. Um, he also inferred to me that he doesn't think they can win the war against heaven. So he thinks this is a losing battle regardless and doesn't really want to battle. Right. So the Bale would probably be on board with not going through with Lucifer's plan. So we need to come up with something that will convince the three lords of hell to unite together to overthrow Lucifer, but will also then convince Azazel to back Mephistopheles over Baal. Are we so sure we want to pick Mephistopheles over Baal? Yeah, I think Baal's a dick. I don't think he'd... Uh, he has the numbers, but I don't think he, he has the proper attitude. All right. Mephistopheles and I came to a bit of an understanding. It's, uh, I, I do believe that if we are able to pull this off, he will uphand, he will uphold his end of the bargain. It is kind of his thing. It's not like a monkey's paw situation where you get what you want, but with a twist? Uh, it very well could be. I mean, that's also his thing, but... 
uh, I feel like the stakes were high enough that he would be willing to exclude the monkey's paw for this one. Especially because his end of the deal is just opening a door, really, uh, whereas we're inspiring a revolution in hell. You know, we're bearing most of the risk. All the risk. Uh, Ryan. Yes. So I was thinking, uh, I have two boons, one from the Fairy Queen and one from the Goblin King. Uh, And I have their, like, I have, like, a magical card to contact them. Can I use those boons during the performance to, I mean, we'll have to come up with, with, with the flavor for how it works, but can I use those boons to get an extra upvote? Yeah. I, I, I was thinking that you guys could leverage those for whatever narrative effects you want, but if you want to use them specifically during the performance, um, I, I would allow that, you know, for, for an extra upvote. Because I'm thinking we need we need to make three things happen. Which are? We need to rally Azazel behind um, Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. We need to rally Bale behind Mephistopheles. And we need to rally Mephistopheles to take over the throne. Well, so talking to Mephistopheles, he's all for taking the throne. The problem is one of them isn't strong enough to take down Lucifer. It's going to, it has to be all three of them to take down Lucifer. So the first thing we have to do is convince all three of them to take down Lucifer. Yes. That's exactly what I just, that's what I just said. We need, we can't, we can't convince three people. We need to con- That's three different moves. I mean, I think we could do that as um, captivate the audience as a whole. Because the whole audience is going to be demons. That's up to Ryan. Um, I, I would say that this is probably going to be... Uh, a tougher performance than that. Uh, if you captivate okay. the audience as a whole, I think you you just ex- inspire them to largesse. So we'd have to okay. capture captivate each of them by name. Yeah. So we need to make three things happen. Well, we need to get them to unite under one banner. Yeah. Right. So we need to captivate. Bale to follow Mephistopheles. We need to captivate Azazel to follow Mephistopheles. And we need to captivate Mephistopheles to... Well, no, what I'm saying, we, we, I don't think we're going to have to captivate Mephistopheles. He'll already do that. Yeah, like, I, if, I think that's 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 okay. fair to say. That's fair yeah, so to then we need if to... we could get Bale and Azazel behind him, then he'll, you know, he'll do it. Okay, so then we need to do two things. Well, technically, we need to get them to go against Lucifer. It, and then worry about who takes the lead after the fact, in all honesty. 
Yeah. Uh, you you definitely you definitely should uh, try to captivate the audience as a whole, inspiring them to largesse. Um, mm-hmm. So I would I would let you do that um, because they they are going to need uh, you know a, a punch in the arm as it were to inspire them to take any action. Um, let's see. And I, th- I think, I mean, I think, um, you could... you, yeah, sorry. If you, so no, what I, what I was going to say was if you wanted to do something more specifically for Mephistopheles, you could change his fortune by name. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, you you name them and you name the way you want their fortune to change. You can change anything about them except their nature and their past, their form, their seeming, their luck, their health, their circumstances, the privileges they enjoy, or the limitations imposed upon them. And then you call for a show of support and see how uh, uh, successful that is. I mean, you, you if you want to, you could even you could even do the reverse for Lucifer. Yeah, and put put like a double whammy on him. Either way, having extra upvotes would help. I think. Yes. Because that's three things: putting the whammy on Lucifer, boosting Mephistopheles, captivating the audience as a whole. That's three things. Right, and that doesn't account for his Azor tail. Right. I. Yeah, so I'm thinking, Mephistopheles is already primed to take over, so we we don't have to convince him to do that. What would probably be good is maybe if we change Lucifer's fortune. And mm-hmm. bring him down and sort of like create an opening for the three generals. Mm-hmm. That, so that, that would be one thing. And then step two would probably be to convince Baal to fall in line behind Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. Because Azazel seems like a pushover. So whatever the other two do, Azazel will do. That's true. So if Mephistopheles is already primed to take over, and if we get Baal to fall in line with him then Azazel will just go with the flow. Uh, Fair. So that would be two things instead of three. And then three would be captivating the audience because, you know, they're going to need all the demons to go along with them. Mm-hmm. So one is Lucifer down. And then two would be Baal follows... Mephistopheles and three audience. Um, so those would be the three main things we'd have to get done. Um, captivate someone in the audience by name. Acknowledge or celebrate a change in the circus's roster. Simple the Plum <laughs> is back! Yay! <laughs> We gain Lucifer. <laughs> honestly, I mean, we could always, yeah. Honestly, but, I was going to see if we wanted to ask Lucifer if he wants to come with us. Like, just be like, hey, you want to get out of hell? You can come with us. 
I think that's a bad idea. I think it's a real bad idea, too. We get him deposed and then invite him to come with us? No. Well, no, no, no. My, my, my original idea was to, to feel out, like, does he like being Lucifer? Is he tired of this? And if he doesn't like it, then, you know, we'll just be like, oh, so, you know, we're going to do this show that to get Mephistopheles to take over. And you pretend to be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm done. Ah. And then you just, you know, run and hide with us and we'll leave. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Lucifer, you want to run away and join the circus? Yeah. <laughs> we could always hold back the season of this, uh, turn back, hold the season of this place so that they don't advance. Yeah. So that they don't go to, way, yeah. Or so that they don't back the season. So they'll be further back. Yeah. All right. So for hold slash turn back season. Give hell its voice. That'll go great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So as far as I can tell, we have to rally the troops. We have to convince Bale to fall in line. And we've got to, uh, maybe as a bonus, convince them that, uh, the war in heaven is not worth fighting. And probably bring Lucifer down a peg or two. That could work. Uh, hear me out. My thought is perhaps some sort of uh, something in the style of a Greek tragedy. Perhaps uh, uh, a, 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 an, a, an aloof and distant king sends his troops on a fool's war knowing that they will never survive, and they throw themselves against the walls of their city and are just slaughtered to a man every time they try. And the three generals decide then to retreat and depose the king. And then one general is a, is a fool, one general's headstrong, and one general is smart. And the, the headstrong general tries by himself to depose the king, but is... Uh, unsuccessful because he doesn't he's not strong enough alone and then the fool tries to depose the king but fails because he's a fool and then the third general convinces the other two to follow him and to unite and together the three of them are able to depose the king and bring a, a new era maybe not peace demons probably don't want peace but uh, a new era of, of strength to their realm Dal is the foolish king. No, of course. Wait, the foolish general? Or the, the, the foolish general. Ah, yes. All right. I was going to say, I don't think I should be Lucifer. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to take him down a peg, that would, I, I, that's probably uh, the most insulting you can possibly be. <laughs> what, if, what if we have Timbal the Plum be Lucifer? Do you think Timble would be uh, willing to participate? Oh well, uh, he did assure me that he would do everything to make sure everything he could to make sure the show was successful. So uh, he might, depending if uh, his burns have healed. Perhaps the tumbling bum would make a good king. 
Tibble the plum, the tumbling bum as Lucifer. Okay. Uh, so then we need uh, someone to play Mephistopheles and uh, someone to play Baal. Maybe, uh, do we have... Maybe Okuran the Stone Swallower would be Baal? He sounds like he'd be like a big guy. All I mean, right. You could. Yeah, I, I I would encourage you, as I always do, to give yourselves the primary roles in this because it's it's really not supposed to be me describing what NPCs do right. during well, the show. Well, I mean, it's like my character's not an actor or anything. Perhaps I shall take a role this time and perform as the intelligent general. Oh, that's a perfect role for you, Uncle Jay. Well, I, Ryan, out of character, like it has the place of my character. I assume those are the different roles I can take in the show. You can, yeah. Yeah, so like I can't. I can be ringmaster, dancer, tour master, and scout, choreographer, confidant, and co-conspirator, and always there with the practical facts or the wild notion that just might work. Oh, it's a wild idea, but it just might work. Oh, perhaps I could take over as ringmaster this time, as uh, the, 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 the the chorus leader. Excellent idea. Yeah, I'm usually the snack and sales guy, so I'm not really a performer. The one time I did do a performance was so I can kill someone to steal their, their pouch. Perhaps you could be the headstrong general with your magic. All flourish, but no substance. And then we have, you know, the dandy seed players as just, you know, extra soldiers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the hazel break wind ensemble as music. Yeah, and and again, <laughs> you guys, you don't have to, you don't have to be so, um, you, you don't have to put together such a structured performance. It could be more of a review, although I do appreciate that you guys always try to tie it together. Um. Scene one, the Greek chorus introduces the king. All right, so I guess that so that would be me. So that's uh, Reginald, uh, and the act is like a chorus intro. Yep, you introduce yeah. the you introduce the the king and his tragic flaw. All right, so what's the the second act? Um, so maybe maybe that would be Timble with like his his you know his orders like the the king's folly. Okay. And then... Act two, Timble comes out and does his tumbling and his bumbling, giving his idiotic orders. Yes. And then two acts, one of. Uh, Dahl as as Azel trying to overthrow the king and failing, and then another of uh, Prince Paul as Bale, the same. Well, first we need the uh, dandy seed players uh, throwing themselves against the 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 uh, the enemy and dying horribly. Okay, dandy seeds. 
Dandy sees their act dying. Then we have Dal Do we want to- with one of her with one of our idiotic poems. <laughs> All right. So, do we want to do describing Dahl together, or do we want to do them as separate acts? Let's do them as separate acts. All right. So, Dal is doing a poem, and then Paul about her plans to overthrow the king. You got that, Eric? Start working. Yep. I had said in the chat, I don't think I have it in me to write a poem tonight, but I guess I'll try. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I didn't see this. I didn't (laughs) see that. Uh, Paul, what are you going to do? Um, maybe I can sell trinkets in the audience. Well, you're you're playing bail. Okay, then I'm playing bail. Right, but what are you what are you doing as your thing that shows how the the strong general fails to dethrone the king? I thought he was going to do magic tricks, all flourish and no substance. All right, magic tricks. Right, my only magic trick is making fairies disappear. Didn't you do magic in the first episode? Yeah, I I killed a fairy to steal his bag. It wasn't real magic. Oh, okay. Well then, Paul, can you be the ringmaster? I guess okay. I can. Is that one of the things I, in your place in the show? What's what my what place? Sort of... My place is selling stuff, my, and the ticket salesman. I don't actually so, have a role in the circus. For the, for the it... interloper, the 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 place is uh, novelty trinkets, tickets, and refreshments. Crew worker lookout always there, watching and listening quietly. Okay. Oh, okay. So he really can't do much in the show. I mean, I could subtly sell, like, you know, uh, give out toys to the, to the demons of the audience as, like, uh, like a, a stupid-looking king figurine to show, like, you know, or some, like, something that's of significance that shows, you know, you're going to your death unless you... Yeah. All right, so maybe, maybe we'll go back to Ocarin, the Stone oh. Swallower, being Bale. Okay. And... They'll they'll just I mean we won't we don't have to give them their own scene they'll just sort of we'll just sort of roll that into Dahl's thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so then Paul is selling stuff, uh, and then we have Jersbleem with the the plan that works. The mm-hmm. what do you, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, let's see. What other things can be? Performer. So my my I can have the role of just performer. So I can do anything. Okay. So, um, maybe like a song. Uh, well, I'm really good at making at uh making something out of nothing. What is it called? Uh. Distracting somebody with tricks and visions. 
So, so maybe I can magic do magic. Stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Magic. Uh, so that's that. And I guess Reginald again with like an outro after that? Yeah. All right. So our show, we've got Reginald doing an intro. Then we've got Timble the Plum doing the King's Folly dance thing. Then the Dandy Seed players are going to die, uh, which is probably feats of grotesquerie. Uh, then Dahl is going to do a poem, maybe, about her stupid plans that don't work. Uh, and somewhere in there, uh, Ocarin the Stone Swallower is going to do something similar. Uh, Jerspleen is then going to do magic that shows how they bring everyone together and overthrow the king. And then Reginald does an outro, and somewhere in there, Paul is selling stuff. It's a big show. Really big show. Really big. Really big show. I guess I could I could also be gauging the as a lookout, um, you know, gauging the audience, seeing which way they're swaying. Yeah. Try and right. push them on, on the right track, you know, like unite to fight. Yeah. Yep. So it's gonna be a big show. There's three things we have to get done. We have to bring down Lucifer. We have to get Baal to follow Mephistopheles, and we have to turn the audience. And then, if we can, I would say four is a maybe, hold or turn back the season of this place. Okay. Uh, so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven acts to do it in. Uh, but only one, two, three, four, five of them are actual players. So, Timbles of the Dandy Seeds, I don't think we can call for votes because it's when we do something, I believe. Right, right. All right. So. Okay, okay, so in that case, uh, you guys guys get together and you you plan a show. Um, The... The demon revelry uh, kind of uh, slows down. Uh, everybody, everybody makes their way over toward the over toward the stage that's set up. Um, the the demons themselves are. I mean, you, you're not sure what happy demons look like. They're they're not happy, but they're definitely drunk and rowdy. Um, so you, you may have a bit of a tough time holding their attention. Um, the, the nobility, uh, files out of the palace and into the grandstands that have been set up. Um, and there is a, there is a special, uh, a special seat for, for Lucifer himself, uh, right front and center where he can see, uh, looking down on all of you. All right, so we just we start. Yep. All right, so uh, Reginald takes the stage. Uh, he's wearing probably just white, like they're going real Greek chorus. So he's wearing white robes, like a white toga, uh, and probably backed by some of the. Uh, we had singers, right? Yeah, we have singers somewhere. Um, so there's like a, you know like a half dozen. Uh, 
uh, people also in rows behind him, just like singing a, a chant, like nothing with lyrics, just sort of a melody. Uh, Reginald steps out. Oh, welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Jersbeam, the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. My name is Reginald Splat, and I shall be the MC for this evening's performance. First, we would like to give our deepest thanks and gratitude to Lord Lucifer, who has made all of this possible. Uh, and he and he bows to Lucifer and, and waits for like all the demons to applaud. They do so very enthusiastically. Uh, Lucifer gives you a slight nod. We present to you. To, we are proud to present to you tonight an original performance never seen before in the halls of the Earth or the Fey or anywhere else. Something only for the courts of hell. A story of a king, bold in vision and ambitious in his agenda. Something you should all understand very well. We bring you now to the halls of the king. And Reginald, like, backs away as the light changes to Timble. All right. Um, so, Timble the Plum, uh, the Tumbling Bum, uh, consequently enough, tumbles out onto stage. <clears throat> Uh, generals, uh, generals, where where are where are my generals? I am reporting, sire. Uh, very good, uh, very good. Uh, where where is the other general? If someone, wants I'm to here. Yeah. I, I'm here to fight. And do exactly the words that you tell us to do. Your head's on backwards. And uh, Because when I was sitting back there, I was thinking of my own thing, and I, I was wrong, so now I'm turning it forward because I'm listening to your ideas. All it's right. strategic. And, and where, is, where is my third general? That's Ochre on the Stone Swaller, so that would be you, Ryan. Right. I was hoping someone else would pick that I'll, up, so I'll I wouldn't have oh, okay. to play two, in, two NPC characters. <laughs> uh, so, so the king... I'm here. <sighs> Good. Good. Now that you're all here, uh, I, I wish to announce my, my great plan of attack. The... The nearby kingdom, the, the king, ages ago, he insulted me. And I, your I, Highness, stand... would you like to stand on, would you like to stand on your rostrum so that you, that you are, uh, higher than us and taller than us instead of down there on the ground? Oh, oh, well, of course, of course. Uh, thank you, thank you, General, for pointing that out. Uh, he, he tries to climb up, um, it is it is comically like just too tall for him, so he he like tries to throw his leg up and and can't can't really can't really get up. He he tries to boost himself up and and doesn't doesn't quite make it. Uh, I he, hope he Eric, looks. I hope Eric picks up on this. 
I elbow uh, Dal. General, give him a hand. Oh, here you go. She pulls her hand off and tosses it over. <laughs> uh, he he sort of like humps at you. <laughs> Uh, so, somebody, somebody help me onto my rostrum. Okay. And, uh, the big guy walks over and, like, picks up Timble, like, like a baby. Just picks him up and puts him down on the rostrum. And then gives him, like, a pat on the head. I'm, I'm picturing the stone swallower as, like, a big orc. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um... So the the king clears his throat and and dusts off his his fine royal robes. Uh, now now then, as I was saying, the the king of the neighboring kingdom, years and years ago, he insulted me. I I tried to attack him then, but our armies were repulsed from his kingdom, and ever since I've been nursing a grudge, waiting waiting for the day. When I could have my revenge. This is the moment when you all laugh. Laugh with me. (laughs) (laughs) The hands on the grounds near him gives a thumbs up. Uh, Your highness, as as wonderful as your plan is, we've got it so good here. Why not just let bygones be bygones? And, uh, you know, the best revenge is living a good life. You know something, General? It's it's just that kind of nonsense that has kept us here for so long. Kept kept my rivals' kingdoms safe from our plundering armies. I but, I want him. But their walls are big, and they they're really strong and. And light and, and powerful and everything. Maybe, maybe we should think of this over. Yeah, yes, that's a good point. They they have very very tall walls and very strong and, and powerful. Big. And they're and they're large. Yes, they they are quite quite large. Very large. But, I saw one. Very tall. I I don't care. I want you to attack them. 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 Okay. <laughs> Sir, sir, you're you're uh, hyperventilating again. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know you you know it's dan- the, you know it's dangerous for you to throw a tantrum like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have used the word tantrum. See that you don't. I don't throw tantrums. I'm a king. I make proclamations. And right now, I am proclaiming that you, three generals, shall lead my armies into battle and wreak my revenge. Okay. Something like sigh. We were all now go! Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it! Dal goes and gathers her hands back. No, her hand walks back to her on her on its fingers. <laughs> Would you like assistance down from your rostrum, sir? No, no, I like the view from up here. Thank you, General. 
so since we're all in that, can we call for a show of hands on this one? Sure. I feel like this is the good one to knock Lucifer down. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll do. I'll call for a show of hands. Uh, show of hands to uh, change Lucifer's fortune. And how many votes do we each get again? Two. Uh, two two upvotes. And Ed has two Ed, bonus votes. And we have to vote on everything, right? So if we don't upvote something, we have to be downvoting it? Yes. Okay. Um, and you guys have your, your boons you can use uh, for, for either like a narrative effect or uh, if you want to use them for an extra upvote, you can do that too. Um, I'm going to say that Lucifer definitely sees which way this is going. Uh, so he's going to be a problem person in this performance. Um, um, makes he, sense. He is beholden to me. Can I do anything with that to make him not be a problem? Uh, well, you you gave him a gift. Um, so and the move so, makes him beholden to me. Right. So let me let me look up exactly in the rules what that means Oh god Are we putting the vote in team chat? Uh I will. Well, Ryan. We can we can do that. Cuz I can't vote on it anyway. Uh, right. Lucifer's fortune down. Boop. Favors. So I would say the ones that should probably get the most votes are bringing Lucifer down and Bale following Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got an avocado. We, what is that? What is that? What's a melon. watermelon? Oh, we've got a melon. We definitely win. Avocado. <laughs> Ooh, a peach. That means butt. Alright, uh, so for fairies, when you are beholden to someone, fairy law and your fairy, fairy nature demand that you make good and deliver the balance. If you are recalcitrant or uneager to, uh, to do replay your debt, uh, your debtor may consider it an insult or a worse offense. Um... So Lucifer gave you a gift. Um, no, I gave I which, gave Lucifer a gift. That's right. Excuse me. You gave Lucifer a gift, uh, which which means that you can ask him for something in return. Give up your seat. And if he if he refuses to do it, you may be insulted. Please don't well, take our souls. <laughs> what does what does being insulted do again? Like, you can die. As a human, it doesn't affect us really. 
other than it hurts our pride. Uh, Hang on. Insults. For human beings, when someone insults you, you're allowed by fairy law to answer it. It's considered to be your own unimpeachable right uh, to weigh the insult and respond in due measure, so only you can choose what form your answer should take and how extreme it should be. Okay. Uh, Well, then... uh... I, uh, should I try to ask Lucifer not to meddle in our show? Sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. I'm going to. I'm going to ask Lucifer. I'm going to. He's beholden to me, so I'm going to ask him to not meddle in our performance. Um. So how how do you how do you do this? Um. Carrier pigeon. What do I, ha- I have? Um, hmm. Why don't you build a bridge to him? Uh, well, then, because then that could fail, and then that could be bad. I was thinking of right. writing him a note and folding it to a paper airplane. And just like throwing it to him. Okay. You can do that. Um, that it it is it is probably going to be well. Hmm. hmm. You are. You are. Right. Yeah, I was going to say you you are uh, he is he is beholden to you, um, but I'm going to say that it's up to him whether or not he he honors that debt. And even though you did give him a gift like you guys are trying to depose him from his throne in hell, uh, something that he doesn't want to happen because you gave him a paper crane. That's not going to, you know, negate Uh, the fact that he made of light. Right. But yeah, I get it. That's what I figured. Okay. Well, now yeah. I'm insulted. I mean, so so uh, he 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 sees you, you know, fold up the paper airplane uh, and and toss it at him, uh, and he just picks it out of the air and crumbles it up, and and it burns in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, he just said, "Will you let us dethrone you?" And two check boxes with yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> Um, so, so maybe there's another instance where you could leverage that favor from him. Um, but you know, acting directly against his own interest is, yeah, is, is not really one of them. Um, so he, he is sort of, he is starting to glow. Um, and, and you can feel just like the waves of rage emanating off of him. Um, And he he glows so bright um, that everybody everybody in the audience has to sort of avert their eyes uh, from him. Um, his his splendor is definitely outshining the circus for the time being. Um, so he is going to in the team chat. 
It's a good thing he's honor-bound to let us finish the show, I hope. Oh, he's not, he's no fairy. Um, so he, he votes no on that one. All right, so it's a majority. All right, so that means the change you describe comes true as you describe it, but that the change is not absolute, and the habits and memories of your subject, this place, and the people here might, over time or without care, reassert, reassert the old fortunes. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the audience is definitely picking up on it. Uh, they They are... Uh, laughing with derision, um, even even the you know awesome awesome display of uh, fallen angelic light uh, doesn't doesn't sway the audience from there. Uh, they they find it quite um, quite amusing, quite risible. All right. Um, so that's that. Uh, next up is the Dandy Seeds uh, dying. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they, they come out. Uh, who? Which one of the generals is leading the Dandy Seeds? Is that... Uh, Why don't we make I it Ocheron? All right. Um, I kind of figured, like, it was just going to be that. Yeah, okay. What if... Well, wait, you know what? What if instead of the Dandy Seeds, we did it as, like, an interpretive dance... I guess the Dandy Seed players could dance, too. Uh, yeah, so Ocheron comes out. Soldiers of the King, attack the big wall! I think Varys and the family Oxbow do our, do, does our interpretive dance and acrobatics, so we could do that instead. Eh, it's all of them, why not? We could do, we'll just make a big, a big epic thing out of it. All of them attacking um, and like dancing and yeah, I mean you can you can cast them as opposing sides because um, they mm-hmm. uh, there need to be some enemy combatants. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll say the 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 dandy seeds the dandy seeds uh, rally as the you know buffoonish um, soldiers of the king, uh, and they they line up uh, in a in a. A tight little uh, phalanx uh, on on the stage, and and they begin to they begin to march, um, and then um, the the opposing side, uh, you know, rain down on them uh, from from above the wall that you guys push out, um, and they they are just uh, slaughtered uh, one by one. Uh, in in various grotesque ways, you uh, you really you really play up the uh, the awful the nature of the combat. Yeah, there's there's lots of like exploding squibs and fake limbs that fall off and and all of that kind of thing. This is what's going to happen to you if you go to war. Well, is this subtle enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so uh, do we want to? Uh, I think I think at this point, um, 
Lucifer definitely does not care for where this is going. Um, he he reaches out he reaches out a hand um, and speaks speaks with the voice of the of the very world itself. Uh, you hear you hear the voice of hell, all present and all all penetrating. Um, it it rattles through your teeth. Uh, you feel it in your in your vertebrae, and all of your hair stands on end uh, as as the devil says, "Stop! I command it." Um, so, what do you do? How do you want to play this? Well, the show must go on. Yeah, we definitely can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> Eric, don't you have a capering antics thing that makes people like unable to not look at you? I believe so. Hold on. Uh, express yourself to someone in capering antics. You can do impossible things with your Um, let's see. Uh, there are things that show how like beautiful or sad or funny it is. It doesn't say they just cannot stop looking at me. Uh. Um, so let's change up the playbill a little bit and I will perform because I have a move that, um, distracts them with tricks or visions. Anybody that can see me cannot stop looking at me. Can, um, okay. Oh, so you just any hit. Paul, do you have no one who can watch you can pay attention to anything else? We have Paul. Is there anything you could do, Paul, before we like change up the whole playbill? James, uh, I'm not entirely sure if like I have anything I really can do. Like, other than touching somebody with iron or stealing something, that's. Uh... I mean, you guys, you guys still do have your your other boons and stuff. Um... Oh, I have my wish. Um, I could use my... I'm going to use my wish to... Uh, what if I wish to, like, um, silence the devil for the duration of the performance? The strong one. You could, you could do that. You could do that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's a good use of the wish. Yeah, that should work. All right, so I close my eyes and I say, Oh, Johnny, Johnny Tillman, if you could hear me, I need your help. I wish that Lucifer was silenced for the rest of our performance. Well, that's a, that's a mighty tall order there, but, uh, I reckon you know what you're doing. I could give you something in exchange. Would would you like 14 ukuleles? <laughs> I would. No, you keep them. Okay. I have some I got I have the, four bottles of expired cough syrup too. I got the voice of the devil himself. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um you you see you see the the 
blinding glow of the morning star fade and uh, Lucifer falls back into his seat, like cl- clasping at his throat. Thanks, Johnny. Tell the queen I said so, hi. Let's see. I'm going to say that uh, whatever whatever you guys do next, he's not going to be able to oppose you. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was was the next one going to be um, Azazel stepping mm-hmm. up and being defeated? Yes. So I, I'm yes. supposed to... I'm just making sure. So I'm supp- I, the point of my act is to kind of go to fight um, the the king and get knocked down. Yes, yeah, so, so but not the, get up again. Yeah, at right. this, at this uh, point of the story, at this point of the story, the the generals have realized that the king is you know dangerous and leading them all to their death, and they're all going to try to depose him. And you're up first, but you fail because Azazel's an idiot. All right, so I guess we have a little conversation or something, and then I go right into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is working. He, he don't he don't know what he's talking about, does he? No, it would seem that the king has put us all in danger. Wall big. <laughs> you know what? You know what I think? I think I gotta go talk to him. And I'm gonna show him a piece of my mind, you know? You just watch me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dal turns on her heel, steps right up to the king. Now listen to me. You ain't got a chance in hell. It's time to make a change. This infernal place will shift. The structure rearranged. For I, a powerful general, am going to take you out. Your endless power will be mine, and you'll just sit and pout. For fortune comes to those that try, that take on difficult dares. I've sat back here for way too long on these disfigured chairs. I know my pal ain't up for it. The other one ain't too. But maybe they'll rethink their stance when they see what I do to you. Put up your dukes. Get ready to brawl. You're going to lose this place. And if I'm wrong, don't hit too hard. I can rearrange my own face. (laughs) Uncle Jersbleen breaks character. I write a poem tonight, but then I write a great poem. (laughs) It was shorter than my usual ones. Uncle Jersbleen breaks character for a second and looks at Dal. Disfigured chairs? Because <laughs> nobody else was there for that. Nobody else was there for that. So Dom's the only one who gets it. Um, all right. Uh, so, so I'm I'm guessing that Doll makes a big show of uh, you know putting up her putting up her mitts and 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 dancing around uh, the the. Um, Opposing soldiers uh, and and someone um, in a in a big official looking you know they've they've got like the uh, they they have the similar similar like brass uh, brass uh, burnished armor and and short sword uh, they they draw the sword um, and and basically just like give you a little poke with it. At the at the right moment, so that you fall falls down. apart. Yeah, Dolph <laughs> yes. falls down. Yeah, no, falls apart. 
Okay, so go ahead. Oh, I mean, the actual act of the falling apart, like the actual point of the action is pointless in this situation. It's just flavor. Okay. In that case, if you're not making the move, then then you just fall apart in a comedic fashion. Yeah, because the point of the actual action is to make it so that no one else can hurt me worse. Okay. At the um, until I pull myself together again. But yeah, that's yeah. really. I, I think it would be yeah. funny after Dal falls apart that one of the stagehands comes by and like sweeps her away. Yes, I like it. Yeah, with with just a broom. <laughs> yeah. With Bertram. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Bertram gets to be uh, in the okay. show. Oh, oh, so oh, the creepy to... guy that, that he comes and just takes her head. Papa Lazaro. Uh, yeah. Papa Lazaro. Papa Lazaro comes and sweeps her off. You're my wife now, doll. <laughs> no, he wouldn't call her doll. Dave. <laughs> All right, so do we want to call for one of the things? I guess for Bale to follow Mephistopheles? Sure. Or do we want to, yeah. All right. So what were the other ones yeah. we wanted to do? Uh, we want Bale to follow Mephistopheles. We want to turn the audience uh, to, well, we want to inspire the audience and then maybe uh, hold or turn back the season of the place. I'd say we choose whichever one we need the most because the um, Lucifer can't interfere with this one. Bale. Yeah, yeah, Bale is the most important. Uh, so Eric can't vote for this one, but. Uh... All right, how am I wording this? I'll write it. Okay. Uh, bail. Stop typing, Mephistopheles. I did. What? Ed was talking. Bail follows Mephistopheles, I guess. I don't know. We lost the melon. No, we didn't. Somebody added a melon and then took it away. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, we've got loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) And two thumbs up. Three thumbs up. So that is that is a unanimity. And a robot. I forget, was that captivating someone in the audience or changing their fortune? Changing, Um, captivating. Yeah, so we're changing, yeah, okay, we're changing their fortune. Um, (laughs) A unanimity means that the change you describe comes true in the absolute and that your subject, this place, and the people here, if appropriate, are already beginning to forget that it used to be otherwise. So, Bale is all behind Mephistopheles now. Um, and you can you can see that already uh, his his disdainful gaze uh, that that he was glaring down at you with before Paul uh, has has turned on his master uh, as as he he struggles and and claws at his own throat. And how does Otron the Stone Swallower fail? Uh, Otron. Uh... Goes uh, uh, so Dahl gets gets swept back to where the generals are, and Ocheron says, 
I'll do it. Me big. Uh, and he Maybe like, he does some um, feats of valor to show how strong he is. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so he... He flexes. Yeah, he, he flexes and, like, there's, like, rock... Like, he picks up pieces of rubble uh, and, like, you know, breaks them and, and eats some stones. Uh, and after he does all that, he walks up to the king. He says, me strong, you weak. Me be king now. And the king just says, no. And he goes, okay. <laughs> And walks back and walks away. Now go away. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't work. And then uh, Uncle Jersbleem walks on and carrying an armful of of doll. He's um, so smart. We should just do what he says. Or we could try to attack him together. The three of us with me in the lead. That would surely take him down. We've been we've been trying we we've been trying to do this separately, and uh, neither of you exactly had the brains of the operation. <laughs> I don't know what of the operation I am. I'm big. J- yes, you could be my strong arm. I'm the heart. Yes, you could be my heart. And I will lead us to victory. (laughs) And I will form the head. (laughs) Watch. And I'm just going to throw Dahl's pieces at the king and knock him off his his rostrum. Whee! I know what I'm going to do is... No, I'm going to... Here, stop throwing these at the king and I'm going to hand Otron pieces of Dahl. Okay, <laughs> and he just start, it just starts hurling them as hard as he can at Timble, like deadly velocity, just <laughs> throwing an arm at Timble. Yeah, take that kneecap. Ow! Oh, there goes my femur. Ow! Do I have a femur? Ow! Now the turnip. Wait, where's my spider? <laughs> And then Archeron uh, just takes Dahl's turnip head and throws it directly at uh, the the king and hits Timbo like right in the face with Dahl's face. Hello. Um, Timbo, I mean something angry. Timbo uh, uh, takes it and does a does a pratfall off of the really tall wall that you guys uh, pushed in. Um, and, and does like a, does like a cartwheel as he lands. King fall down. <laughs> oh, we did it. He made him fall down. Where's my spider? Smart man, King, now. Um... <laughs> Doll, doll, you say, "Where's your? Where's my spider?" Um, and at this point, uh, Lucifer, Lucifer stands, and he he gives you like a feral smile, uh, and he goes, "Oh, it's right here." Oh, and no. with a wave of his hand, uh, suddenly there's a, a fifteen foot angry hell spider uh, oh. that that crawls out of 
uh, crawls out of Doll's torso uh, and is is now on the stage, uh, dripping dripping venom from its fangs and um, looking at each and every one of you. That was not that big when I ate it. Uh, so how do you want to play this? I jump on its back and touch it with iron. It's probably not a fairy. <laughs> I think we should make a call. Wait, I also have a demon that owes me something. Uh, protection. I was thinking of manifesting the fantastic to give the spider tap shoes. <laughs> I like it. I like it but too. It might, it might still be angry, but it would have tap shoes. Do you want me to try that first? Yes. Uh, you you could, yeah. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to do that. Let's see. Uh rolls roll to the six. I'm going to use my Phoenix Quill pen as I do it. It's one of my trappings. Uh, but I got an 11. So uh, I manifest the fantastic. So name my vision and roll. So my vision is uh, the spider, you know, this giant spider is standing there. It's dripping venom from its mouth. Uh, and then suddenly as the venom hits, uh, it just moves and like wraps around the edges of the spider's feet and turns into giant spider tap shoes. Uh, and then its front two legs, it suddenly is holding a cane in one hand and a top hat in the other hand. And it just starts, it just starts dancing. Um, uh, so the, the spider, the spider looks like it's about to, you know, lunge down at you. Uh, and then all of a sudden you, you hear the, you know, rap tap tap of its tap shoes and it looks down, uh, and is, it, it you, 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 you're not sure what confusion looks like on the face of a giant <laughs> hell spider, but you think that this might be it. Um, it, it has, it has in one of its, uh, in one of its mandibles, uh, a straw boater hat, uh, and, and in one of its legs, it has a, it has a cane, uh, and it just kind of like flicks, flicks it, uh, it's, it's mandible down and, and sort of turns the hat around and it's, and it's weird little face claw and then puts it back on its head and then it starts to tap dance across the stage <laughs> hello my baby hello my honey <laughs> just uh, just just perfectly it doesn't it doesn't roar or anything it's just perfectly silent uh, as it as it goes into a soft shoe routine um, I'm gonna try to distract um, Lucifer so that he can't interfere with this next vote Okay. Um, I'm going to distract someone. There's a giant tap dancing spider. (laughs) I'm going to distract someone with tricks or visions. I'm going to, so I'm going to roll that. And then tell us what you have him see. Uh, I'm going to use one of my trappings to bump that up to a 7 to 9. 
Um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, twirl my my knobby, uh, hook my knobby like cane, and uh, fire out of the tip of it the image of um, Lucifer being pulled down by legions of demons. Oh, so you're tormenting him with what what his ultimate fate is going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I like it. Um, so what, what effect does that have mechanically? Uh, so... Uh, any on any hit, no one who can watch you watch your tricks can pay attention to anything else. All right, I'm going to say that he sees it, and the rest of the audience also sees it. Uh, That's fine. There are there are hoots and and shouts of laughter. Um, the the devil is very definitely losing the crowd, uh, and and the. The sheer effrontery of it has offended him so much that he he can't act to uh, influence this next vote. Okay. Does everybody have one vote left? Yeah, um, I have one. Shoot, uh... I think Eric used both of his. I think Eric and James both used yeah. both of theirs. Yeah, I used both my votes. We can go look. Oh, no, Eric in, didn't, because the second, the second was Eric's. Right. So, Eric, you still have one I'll vote? Be... Correct. Okay. So I'll call for this one, which means Eric and Alex can vote yes and James can vote no. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you can't anyway, because you, right. you couldn't vote for it anyway. Uh, so what are we doing? Are we doing the turning the audience with this one? Yeah. All right. So turn audience against Lucifer. Um, and if you want, you could always cast uh, one of your one of your boons as a positive vote if you want to get an extra positive vote. Well, we've uh, got yeah, I'll use, yeah, I'll use one of my boons. Honestly, I don't think you have to. Um, yeah, you're right. Because if we, uh, what is it, captivate the audience as a whole, so a majority, uh, so a unanimity means that they share freely with what they have in plenty. And but it won't be a unanimity options. whether or not I use, it yeah. won't be a unanimity whether or not I use my boon. Um, and so a majority means that they only share freely in what they have in plenty. So they're not going to impoverish themselves, which is fine, because honestly I don't want what demons got to give. But what? But they share freely what they have plenty of, which is bloodthirst. But, yeah, violence, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You have yes, sir. Thing. Give me one second. What do the demon audience have in plenty? I will look that up. Give me a second. Okay. Poop. Yeah. Yeah, we still have to have Paul selling stuff. 
Unless James just doesn't want to participate in this show. Sir, not I mean, I can, I can uh, sell like, uh, like you know, baggies of you know, uh, soul gummy bears that say, uh, you know, unite to fight. Unite to fight. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, so what is the next scene now? Uh, so I believe that is Paul selling. Oh, do we want to do a whole scene of Paul selling stuff? Well, if he wants to make any moves, otherwise we could just say you uh, you move through the audience, uh, passing out, uh, selling selling these uh, unite to fight gummy bears. Well, I'm just handing out, you know, uh, you know, snacks and drinks and you know, like you know, blood and stuff like that. But on the like the cups and the bags, it says "Unite to Fight." You know, it's like a, it's like a subtle thing. It's like everyone just starts reading it, like "Unite to Fight." What is it? You know, yeah, that's right. We should unite. So you're you're getting people you're getting people riled up. Uh, they're they're just drunk yes. enough on on blood. Uh, and, and screams, apparently you, you didn't realize that demons could drink screams, but yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. They can, um, that, that they are, they are really getting into it. I guess we should call for, uh, changing the season or turning back the season. You should, that's your, that's you, James. Well, do we want to? Because how many positive votes do we have left? I have a positive vote. And I can use one of my boons for an extra one. And presumably, oh, the rest of us would all have to vote against it. Um, so it would be, it would be a, a tie. Uh, so a split... A split or a minority means that the season's advance remains, remains outside of the circus's direction. It advances or does not, just as it would have if the circus hadn't come. So, okay, so it would be not, a waste. Not really any point to it, yeah. Right, unless, do you guys have any other boons that someone could spend for another vote, or I don't no. really remember. Lucifer's beholden to me, he could vote a positive, no. Um, no, my, my boon was the wish. All right, so I guess we're done calling. Uh, so then yeah. the last thing was, I think it was Reginald with the outro. Um, so after after uh, Jersbleen, Jersbleen comes up and, and sits on the throne now, or climbs up on the dais... Uh, the the lights dim and then it comes up with like a spotlight on Reginald and the the Greek chorus behind him and he's like, and so ends the tale of the presumptuous king who thought it best to throw his army in a fool's errand and was taken down for his own hubris. Let this be a warning to everyone: your leaders should be smart and cunning. Not foolhardy and selfish. That's all I've really got. Uh, and uh, 
Reginald gives bows and as he looks up, gives like a little wink to Mephistopheles. Um, you, you pronounce those, those words to the audience. Um, but it is for lack of a better word, pandemonium. Uh. Um, the, uh, the common soldiery are, are going nuts. Um, the, the, the nobles, um, have, have all drawn their weapons, um, and you can see them, um, start to, start to advance on each other, um, when they, when they get the, uh, Bale, Bale holds up his hand, uh, and, and instead of fighting each other, uh, the nobles, he, he points down towards Lucifer, um, and and from from there things get kind of uh metaphysical and metaphorical um the the demon nobles uh sort of uh disappear um in in bursts of light that shoot up into the sky um and and you hear the the deep rumble of what you can only assume is uh, the brutal combat of fallen angels uh, fighting each other. Um, I love what you're describing, Ryan, but I don't see any of this because as soon as the show is over, I pack up and we pack up and start to go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely time to leave. Like maybe we see this peripherally, but I don't stop to look. I was like, huh, that's real it. beautiful. Yeah, you you definitely hear it. Um. If if you've got if you've got like a side view mirror on any of your carriages, you you see it as it as it recedes. Um, so I am going to say, um, as as the circus speeds away, um, these these giant hot um, streaks. Um, start start falling falling from the sky and impacting the ground on on either side of uh, of the wagon train as it as it pulls away, um, tossing dirt in the air um, like like little bombs. Um, you look over and and you see the the mangled form of one of the demons you you realize that these are the these are the demons that are being struck down from the combat um and it is it is all out all unholy war in the skies above you so they they are raining down on you like like little burning hot meteors so what's your play here um so i'm going to turn to them well my friends, you may not know this, but the goblins have a deep connection to the underworld. Before we came here, the goblin king gave me a boon and showed me the uh, a cave system that would lead us out of out of hell directly into goblin territory. You couldn't have mentioned that before we started an uprising. It's only accessible at certain times. Ah, 
Well, lead the way. So I'm using my boon from the Goblin King. Okay. Um, so I will. I will say that is that is enough to get you guys out of here. Um, I also well, have a demon that's supposed to protect us from uh, during our escape. All right. Uh, so, so how do you call on him to protect you? Hey, Jerry. <laughs> what do you want? I whistle. No. I'd be like, "Here, bitch, get over here and protect us, like we, like you promised." Um, so, so, uh, he, he, um, on, on his, uh, mangled demonic wings, um, swoops down, uh, over the wagon train, uh, and holds up a, a, a giant tarnished shield, uh, and, and bats away the, uh, the falling, the falling demons, uh, any any that would you know impact with any of the wagons and and crush you, um, and he he turns down Prince Paul and and as he's batting one of them away, he says, um, "If you if you ever whistle at me like that again, when you come back here, I will torment you for ten thousand years." That's entirely fair, and thank you for fulfilling your oath, and your debt is, uh, you know, fulfilled, so, you know, enjoy, uh, hope you win, and, uh, don't die. When you say don't die, he laughs, as if that were a possibility. Um, all right, so that, that buys you guys enough time to, uh, make it to the caves, um... So I guess I guess from here uh let's let's go into uh epilogue mode. Um you escape into the caves into goblin territory. Um so you are you are back in the fairy kingdom. Um What uh what what do you guys do when you when you get the chance to, you know, stop and regroup? Go to church. <laughs> Put myself back together finally. <laughs> Will somebody go rescue Dal from from uh, Lazarus? <laughs> yes, uh, Reginald goes and helps reassemble Dal. Oh my um, goodness! He, he keeps calling me Dave. I don't understand. Well, Uncle Jerusalem, you it seems you have fulfilled your promise and gotten us out of hell, but um, once that fighting is resolved, then what? Well, we can only hope that uh, Mephistopheles comes out on top, and, uh, well, then he owes us, doesn't he? In the future, <laughs> perhaps you should consult with the rest of us before booking performances. Yes, I uh, think my hubris got the better of me. And also, demons usually aren't known for their keeping their word. So, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we're in there, that he's 
in our debt or anything. And just one more thing, Jersbleen. Uh, Timble the Plum steps up, and he he takes off his uh, royal robe costume and his his uh, you know fakey crown, and and just tosses them aside. This, this is my circus. It has always been my circus, and I believe that fate is on my side. I challenge you. To a contest. He he holds up the dice. A roll of the dice. If I win... Very well. I get the circus. Very well. I, uh... Insist that you go first. <laughs> Should we end it there as he rolls the dice so the fate is unknown? No, because I have an I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do do you want to out of character? Do you want to do you want to call for anything if if you win? Because he said if he wins, he gets the circus. What do you want if you win? Another if circus. I win. If I win, you muck out the stables for the rest of your career. And you never bother me with this again. Very well. Um, he he gives the dice a shake, blows on them, and uh, gives them a toss. He 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 casts his uh, he casts his dice. Um. So you said you had a plan, Uncle Jay. Um, the dice. So after I see what he rolls. Okay. Impressive roll. I'm just going to use the dice given to me as a boon by the Fairy Queen. I I like that. Um, so so we'll say we'll say for the sake of of drama, uh, he rolls a six and a five. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Uncle Jay pulls I mean, out his dice um, that are two hundred sided dice <laughs> and rolls a ten. Yes, uh, so no, exactly. A roll of the dice. Well, I'll simply use this die uh, that starts at ten, given to me by the fairy queen herself. <laughs> So so you roll uh you roll a ten sided dice. Uh ten sided dice. That goes from the, that goes from ten goes to twenty. To a, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> or or maybe it's maybe it's the ten the tens place of a percentile. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'll simply roll this die that starts at ten and counts by tens. <laughs> It's excited. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I'll even give you a I'll even give you a boost. I'll only roll one. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so, so he's he he's sort of puzzling this out. He looks. Can, wait, wait, wait a second. That's that's not. And then you say too late and and cast the die. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it doesn't even matter what I roll because yeah. Well, well, if I you mean, if you roll, if you, roll 10, if you rolled a ten, it would it would matter. Um, <laughs> uh, you got me. I only rolled a sixty. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks he looks extra puzzled, and and looks at the dice and then looks at your dice. And he says, "But, but, but it's it's fate. It, these are these are fated dice. They're they're supposed to they're supposed to reveal your your fate." And they gave you exactly what you deserve. Uh, Papa Lazaru, Papa Lazaru uh, hands him hands him a shovel, and says, "Come with me, Dave." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my wife now. <laughs> and, I'm just surprised and just he sort has of, Yeah, leads uh, leads poor T- Timble the plum, the tumbling bum, uh, off off to the uh, the animal cages. But but this that's that's not right. That's not fair. No. Um and and. Uh, Hey, Reginald, I could have rolled a ten. Reginald goes <laughs> over and picks up his dice that uh, Timbo left on the ground. I did tell him that they would give him exactly what he deserved. Well, let's just say that running a circus usually comes with a little bit of hubris. Wasn't hubris the guy that used to be in the show when we kicked him out? Oh my god. <laughs> he was a pretty um, little. Uh, right. my dear, come with me. I have some reclaimed barn shingles you can play with. <laughs> <gasps> what color? Oh, many. Pink. Oh, wonderful. And uh, I, I do, I do have a, I had you have a little coda. Um, there's, uh, you, you hear, you hear a voice say, "Well, you know what they say about pride." And um, Lucifer steps out of the shadows. Bum bum bum. Oh, I touched my oh, face hey. with iron. <laughs> Uncle Jersbleem, I wanted to thank you for that excellent performance. We uh, aim to please every time. And we technically did what you said. You wanted us to rally your troops, and we did such a thing. You did? I was contemplating... Getting away for a while, anyway. I... That's what I... That's what I was going to say! 
Well, now you've got a vacation. Everybody's happy. <laughs> right? I oh, I'm back from checking out the shingles and... Ah! <laughs> Doll falls apart when she sees Lucifer. Now... And now that uh, now that I have some free time on my hands, I have to decide what to do with myself. I was thinking maybe you could always run away and join the circus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what he was thinking. If you'll if you'll have me, I was thinking maybe of running away to join the circus. Uh, you know what your last line has to be. What? Well, it just so happens we have an opening for a tumbling bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it just so happens there's an opening for a tumbling bum. Um. <laughs> so uh, I- I'll say that the the camera uh, cranes up. Um, and we swoop over the the circus. Uh, we see we see all of the NPCs, uh, the supporting players, um, you know, packing up their their wagons, and um, we we crane past um, Timble the Plum, who is who is shoveling shit in the animal cages. Um, Everybody, everybody, give me a little uh, outro scene for your for your character, and we'll end it. Well, I feel Prince Paul uh, tries his best to become friends with Lucifer, but I think it's just more that he wears Lucifer down to the point where Lucifer will actually talk to him. Not, not in a friendly way, but you know, like I just constantly berate him and nag him with questions and you know advice, and he just eventually wears down and just tell, just gives it to me to shut me up. All right, fair enough. Uh, so, so we see um, we see Prince Paul just kind of yammering at Lucifer, and Lucifer like, "Yep, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, yep." Um, how about you, Dahl? What do you think? All right, so Dahl, there's a bit where Dahl is, you know, you don't hear anything she's saying because it's kind of like, I figure it's like the music, like the music is playing. It's just silent mind stuff going on. She's in Uncle Jersbleem. She's in a room talking to Uncle Jersbleem, like talking all grandiose and everything. And he's giving his usual, uh, like disgusted look. And then eventually he just points out and she walks out. And then it cuts to another scene where she's in a room talking to Lucifer the same way. He gives the exact <laughs> same reaction, points out, tells her to go out. And then, like, the camera pulls out to a wider shot where she's literally just going back and forth between the two rooms talking to them. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and Reginald. Uh, Reginald eventually uh, breaks off from the... the- Circus's caravan, because uh, that's what he does. He doesn't stick around forever. Uh, and he heads back to the human world to finally go to his grandniece's quinceanera, uh, where he gifts her a, a goose that lays silver eggs. I love it's it. It's not quite as good as the goose that lays golden eggs. It's up there, though. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize for that a thousand times. 
Well, I mean, it's fine. She's a teenager. She'll know what to do with it. <laughs> um, and last, last but not least, we have Uncle Jay himself. So um, there's a little girl about five years old uh, <laughs> sleeping in bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know where it's going. <laughs> Um, and a waft of, and her nose curls as a waft of smoke, uh, you know, caresses her nose and you see a little green hand reaching under her pillow and the cat, the, uh, you know, the hand pulls out and and is holding a tooth and the camera pans over and Uncle Jerry's William is just grinning with his pipe in his mouth, looking at the tooth. (laughs) I love it. I love it, and that's the image we we end on. Uh, the the camera iris is out, uh, and and we end on the image of the tooth in the palm of Uncle Jay's hand. Um, and there we have it. That was uh, under Hollow Hills, the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. All right, a, that was a very epic ending. Yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> I I made this list of stuff that I had in my cart and coat, and I didn't get to use most of it, but it's okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure we were going to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. was I. I had a whole speech planned for Dahl if she needs to distract someone on her story of how she got to be the way she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to read it, we could. But, uh... Alright, well, um... Thank you, thank you all for listening. Um, we hope that you enjoyed the, uh... The travels with the circus as much as we did. Um, I am looking forward to, uh... People, like, actually traveling to my house. Or, or traveling to others' houses. As we no longer have to, uh... Record over the internet. I'm not looking forward to traveling. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's because you moved to Center Reach. Yeah. You have no one to blame for that but yourself. That's true. And the horrible and housing Jonathan. market for buyers right now. Yeah. I mean, no, you it's can, better you can than Jersey. Jonathan. That's true. Um, All right. All right. So, so does any does anyone have any final will thoughts? Uh, that's it. There's no nope. the game. 